The following is another KXPN Sports presentation. KXPN Sports presents high school football. Plenty of time left in the half. Back to pass. Coster, a little fade on the right side. Mazer got by the defensive back. Caught 35, 30 foot race to the That's end zone. Touchdown. 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Miko Mazer. 57 yards. 20 to nothing, Cats. Tonight, a district title is on the line as the unbeaten Carney Bearcats battle the once-beaten Omaha Creighton Prep. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Elwood under center. Lasoli in motion. They pitch it to him. It's behind him. It's on the ground. It's still on the ground. Carney's going to pick it up. Here comes Stalberg the other way. 30, 25, 20. Stalberg celebrates. Touchdown, Carney High. A 50-yard fumble return for a touchdown. Isaiah Stalberg. Creighton Prep won a shootout in Omaha last season, 49-42. Carney looks to avenge that loss and remain unbeaten with a win tonight. It's the Junior Jays and Bearcats coming up next, but first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll join ESPN Radio's Doug Dude and Monty Kratenstein from Foster Field and Carney right after his word with New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. The undisputed Midwest yield leader. And good evening, everyone, from Foster Field here at the University of Nebraska at Kearney. It is the next to last Friday of the regular season, and it is a big one tonight. As the undefeated Kearney Bearcats welcome in the Junior Jays of Creighton Prep, Doug Dudamani Kratzenstein. Got Grace taking care of our board up and back at the uh, engineering, back at the studios. And uh, we are looking forward to a really good one here tonight. And, Monty, you know as a player and as a coach, you can you can do all the coach speak you want, but there's always a couple on the schedule that are going to mean more. And with the way Carney has played this football season, this is going to be their biggest test. It was a 49-42 game in Omaha last year. Don't expect anything like that uh, here tonight just because you've got a little bit different teams. But I wouldn't be surprised to see some points tonight. You know, you're exactly right, Doug. What a, what a night for football. And, you know, you can say one game at a time. You could say um, it's just another game. This is not another game. A beautiful night for football when and the Creighton Prep come to town. That's a big deal. And it's an even bigger deal when it's for the district championship. They're a good, solid team. But you know what? If you were looking at the uh, odds on favorite, I think the Bearcats are the favorites in a game like this. And uh, I'm really looking forward to it. A great game. At the beginning of the year, Creighton Prep was uh, Huskerland Prep's selection to win the district. Millard North has not panned out like many people thought that they would. Uh, They've struggled a little bit this season. But I think uh, what this game really comes down to is does Kearney have a chance to be an elite team this year. They're sitting second to the wild card points. If they win tonight, they're going to win next week against one and six Omaha Benson. You would uh, you would have to say a huge favorite there. They would be nine and zero, guaranteeing themselves probably two home games in the playoffs, which could get you to the state semifinals. If you get knocked off tonight, you slide down a little bit, probably one home game uh, in the uh, first two rounds of the playoffs, and you're definitely going to be playing tougher competition. And then, of course, Creighton Prep would move up in those uh, wild card points as well. So I think a lot tonight, you're just, you want to find out, are we good enough to play in Lincoln at the state championship, or are we just a very good football team? Well, and, and you know what? All year long, we've talked about how Carney has improved week to week. And they've put themselves in a position to be 
in those top four seats. And again, like you said, that's where you want to be. Now, Creighton Prep, I don't know how good Creighton Prep is. Creighton Prep's, if you want to call weakness right now, is they haven't played the big boys. They haven't played the, the, the big four, what I like to call them, up in Class A. So, you know, they're fighting for that spot, too. I mean, it's a dogfight between them, between Carney for, as you said, getting into that, not the very, very top, but, but that number five, six spots uh, in the rankings, but also when it comes to playoff seeds. Yeah, opening night, Creighton Prep beat Omaha Westside 45-41. Then they lost to Burke 35-17. And Fremont's the only team that has a winning record that they have played since uh, since that time. Miller North, Papio, Papio South, and last week 49-7 over Omaha Benson. And I was a bit mistaken. I forgot that they had played Burke the second, play, second, second uh, game of the season. You know, Burke has a, is a big-time athletic team. So Kearney will not be the most athletic team that Creighton Prep has seen. Prep or, or Burke will be. But having said that, um, I think Kearney is more athletic than Creighton Prep tonight. This is the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio. When we come back, we'll hear from the coach's first-year coach at Creighton Prep, Tim Jock. Of course, he'd been at Omaha Gross for a number of years, and Kearney's branded cool. Keep it here. It's high school football on ESPN Radio. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. We're back on the New Tech Seed pregame show, getting ready for a big Week 8 football contest here at Foster Field. Creighton Prep rolls into town to take on the Kearney Bearcats, and Tim Yonk joins us here. And, uh, Coach, a pleasure to have you coming out this way. I guess we start there. That's one of the things that's always a lot has been made of it. Metro teams don't have to leave the Metro very often. How different is it when you have to board a bus and go through a different uh, game day routine to come out west? Well, it'll be a, definitely a challenge uh, for, our, for our team. Uh, we've talked a, a little bit about it, you know, as we've approached the game uh, over the weekend and then during the week this week during preparation, um, you know. So, yeah, anytime you, you have to get on a bus for three hours, you're not used to doing that. Um, that, that is definite challenge, uh, you know. And, and so, uh, you know, our mental toughness there will be challenged a little bit. And, uh, but, but I think, uh, I think we'll, we've got a plan in place in terms of travel tomorrow, so I think, it'll be, uh, I think we'll be good. I'm sure fans, sports writers, probably even some of the kids uh, have these thoughts about what's different between Metro football and non-Metro football. What do you think is the difference? And maybe even the similarities, like you get ready for Carney tonight. Oh, I think, I don't, I mean, I'm just looking at Carney, and, and they would fit into the Metro uh, unbelievably easy because of the way they, they play, the way they're coached. Um, I think Coach Cool and his staff, does, they do a tremendous job coaching them. All you have to do is watch a little bit of film, and you can see that. Uh, they're very talented, um, very athletic, very sound, and uh, they're, an, they're an impressive football team, and uh, they would definitely uh, fit, fit well here into the Metro and here in Omaha. We were talking with Tim Young, the head coach at Creighton Prep, first year. There was a lot of uh, there was a lot in the cupboard when you arrived, Coach. Uh, what's different about what you're doing with Creighton Prep than what fans have seen in the past? Oh well, I think we're uh, I think we're running the ball better than maybe they have here in the in the in the past few years. I think we've got uh, a solid group of backs. Uh, I think we've got a, an offensive line that's starting to play 
um, better football up front, a little more physical up front. Um, and so in that respect, uh, you know, I think our kids are going to play really hard. I think that's uh, one thing that Creighton Prep has always kind of hung their hat on is, is uh, playing really, really hard. And we've got, uh, you know, we've got some talented kids, definitely. We've, we're young at some spots, uh, quarterback especially. And so how we can uh, run the football will be really critical to uh, the success that, that, that he has back there uh, in, uh, when we have to throw the football. You have not played any world beaters top five teams since you played Omaha Burke. Can you assess how much better your team is or how they've improved since then? Oh, I think our consistency has been better. Uh, you know, it's hard to say sometimes uh, in, in terms of the people that you're playing. Uh, so it's, uh, you know, I, I think we've gotten better. I think our, our consistency is better. Um, I, I think we have a, have a little bit more trust and belief in some of the things that we're doing that were new. And, uh, and, and I think we're playing with a little more confidence right now. Even the casual football fan, and I guess in this day and age of following all the college recruiting, uh, there's a lot of people that know the name Grant Matthews. Uh, give us, as the, his head coach, uh, your assessment or scouting report, how you would scout him and what he's like. Well, Grant is a tremendous kid, number one. I mean, he's a high-character kid. He's a hard worker. He's a, he's a great leader. Um, and he's, a, and he's, a, and he's a, you know, one of our best football players, uh, no, no question about it. Um, he's a, he's a great receiver, has great ball skills, runs great routes. He's a great blocker. Um, not only on the line of scrimmage, but also in the backfield, because we do move him around and play him in the backfield some. And so, uh, people will see him in a lot of different places, but, uh, his skill set is, uh, is really different than, uh, a lot of kids that I've, I've coached. Uh, it's, he's a pretty special kid. Topic with Tim Young here on the New Tech Seed pregame show as Creighton Prep takes on Carney tonight with the district title on the line. Coach, uh, if we look at the number of plays, look on the stats, we all know you want to run the ball. We all know you got some big old boys, some different sets that you can that you can use. What about your pass game? Uh, you're averaging maybe 13, 15 passes a game. Yeah, I mean, we're. Uh, uh, I, I think we have the ability to throw the football when we need to. There's no question about that. I think Reed has uh, got a tremendous uh, ceiling in terms of the potential that he has as a as a quarterback. Um, we've got a great group of wide receivers. Um, we just haven't wanted to put a lot of pressure on him in the passing game up to this point, just because of of his inexperience. And I think he's growing every week. He's getting more confident every week, but. Uh, I think people will be surprised by his uh, his skill set and his uh, arm talent because I think he is a, he's a rising star at quarterback in the state of Nebraska. If your game plan went exactly like you want it, what would we expect to see for pass attempts tonight? Oh, I could I would say any anywhere from that uh, ten to fifteen range. Uh, you know, I think that would be the, the range that we would want to do that. Any more than that, then we're probably in some third and medium or long situations or or we're behind, uh, you know, in the second half. So um, I would say that 10 to 15 range would probably be the, 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 uh, the number we're looking at. Another moment here with Tim Yonk, head coach, Creighton Prep. Tell us what you see in Kearney. Uh, you talked a little bit about overall, but uh, as you break them down on film uh, and have watched them throughout the year, what gives you cause for concern for tonight? Oh, well, they're just so sound everywhere in all phases of the, of the game. Every, every, you know, offense, defense, special teams. I don't see a weakness on their their football team and the in the in the tapes that we have. And uh, you know, they're they're led by a you know a really veteran quarterback, uh, which is always a plus 
And uh, they've got a defense that really runs well. It's super athletic, hasn't given up a lot of points or yards. And uh, we're going to have to be really, really sound. We're going to have to be. We're going to have to execute very well in, in all phases of the game to uh, uh, to, to give our shot a, ch- a chance to uh, to uh, score. I suppose this game also important uh, not only to win the district, but probably would guarantee a home game in the playoffs. Yeah, we've talked about that as uh, you know this being a game that we have to uh, you know that we could look at in, in in a lot of different areas in terms of district championship home field advantage for the for the playoffs at least for the first round uh, or so and uh, you know that's something that uh, that we've talked about and uh, a little motivation for our guys. Well, coach, uh, great to see you guys out here. Should be a whale of a football game. We appreciate you giving us the time here on ESPN. You bet. No problem. Thanks for having me on, and uh, it, sh- it really should be a-, a great football game. Creighton Prep head football coach Tim Yonk joining us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll hear from Coach Brandon Cool of the Bearcats right after this. It's never too late for Endzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Endzone is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Endzone's wide application window, you can even add Endzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Endzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical dealer. Ask them to add Endzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Endzone Synergizer NutriPack, visit MidNebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper north of railroad on first. On the bricks, downtown. Carney for a free estimate. Back on the New Tech Seed pregame show here on ESPN Radio and what has turned out to be the biggest game of the year. The coaches will tell you the next one always is, but the district title is on the line, and then there are conference titles, and there are state titles, and uh, this is the first one along the line. Creighton Prep and Carney, and playing at Foster Field. Uh, Coach Brandon Cool joins us here, and Coach, uh, congratulations on uh, getting the win last week. Very impressive when we saw you two weeks ago with, at Miller North, and uh, I'm sure there's got to be even a little extra. You're playing a great football team. You're playing them at home, and there's a lot on the line here for you. As you go into your football season, there's just a handful of games that you circle. that you try to pinpoint uh, in probably a little bit uh, bigger games than, than the rest of the few, and uh, I'm sure our kids have, have circled prep uh, all season long uh, they felt like if they could take care of business throughout the season they thought that the Carney prep game would be for the district championship and sure enough this is where we're at so uh, please of uh, how our kids have played uh, so far this season uh, they put themselves in a position to compete for the district championship and we're pretty proud of, of these young men playoffs in the future hopefully for these Carney Bearcats but I think a good time to talk a little bit about the growth of your team we do that almost every time that we chat Coolio but uh, a lot of people were surprised with the way you took care of Millard North the offense continues to play well Uh, your defense is one of the best in the state right now talk just a little bit about the growth from game one with Grand Island to where we are tonight well it's all about game experience as I said multiple times we had a little bit of an inexperienced crew coming into this football season and we knew there was going to be a few growing pains. Obviously, we were able to win some games early on to gain that confidence. And that confidence is in full swing here as we're getting ready to compete against prep. 
Uh, we're always concerned about uh, our guys up front in the trenches, both offensive line and defensive line guys. They've done a tremendous job of stopping the run or doing a good job of establishing the run. And uh, hopefully that will continue for us as we uh, compete here tonight. And then uh, we're just going to turn it loose to, to our athletes. You've got Ken and Costa running our offense. And uh, anytime we can have uh, that type of experience there, he does a great job of commanding it. And he's got some weapons to throw to uh, Brett Obermiller and uh, Isaiah Stalbert on the outside. Uh, we pound away inside with Will Jordan kind of the fullback spot. And we kind of have a two-headed monster at that eye-back spot with Matt Studi and Nico Maisner. So uh, from top to bottom, uh, we feel like uh, we're confident enough to uh, compete for the district title. And uh, there's definitely some um, uh, opportunities uh, yet uh, in front of us as the season continues. Well, you talk about those lines, Creighton Prep and Coach Junk, what he has done previously and then taking his system over here to Prep. This is a team that likes to grind it out. Uh, what do you see that is different about this year's Prep team than what we had seen in the past? Well, I don't think there's anything different. They're big and physical up front with their uh, in-the-trenches type uh, athletes. they got a Division One tight end that does a great job of blocking, blocking, and also they slip him out uh, for, a, for a corner route or for a seam route, and he, he is pretty fast. He just kind of runs by the secondary. Uh, they got a physical fullback that's 230 pounds, and they got two uh, eyebacks that aren't afraid to pound up inside there a little bit. So, um, you know, they really haven't made a whole lot of changes from what Prep's done in the past. Uh, you know, Tim's made a great transition to being the new head football coach at Prep. He's got a few wrinkles. He's even run the belly trap a little bit uh, with uh, uh, with the play side guard uh, uh, pulling, trying to kick out our defensive end. Uh, probably have a couple wrinkles in there from a uh, uh, passing game perspective. But from top to bottom, I think uh, it's meshed really well with the philosophy that Prep's had in the past to to the new philosophy this year. Defensively, nothing changed. They keep. I think they kept the same defensive staff. They keep the same defensive philosophy. They're going to play a base 4-4, four, four, uh, switch up their coverage to a little man-to-man or cover three, but they're going to say, hey, uh, if you guys can attack our defense, you deserve to win. So they're pretty pretty solidified in their philosophy, and that, that's just how prep's going to operate. Brandon Cool, head football coach, Carney Hyde, joining us here on the New Tech Seed pregame show, getting ready for Creighton Prep. We always know, and you talk about Grant Matthews, some people think he might be the best football player in the entire state of Nebraska at the tight end position. They love to run it, and they might even go big up front. They might even have a few extra wrinkles in there. Uh, with you and Coach Archer, how have you guys uh, game plan for what they might do? Well, we're, we're concerned about that. They get into a little bit of a heavy set with all. Uh, flip one of those big linemen over to the strong side with that tight end, throw in a couple of running backs and take the 230-pound fullback and put him at the eye-back spot. So they have a jumbo package that they're not afraid to line up on short yardage and try to get the first down and put it in the goal line package and, and try to get the first down. So, uh, we're going to have to give them a lot of different looks. We're going to get a lot of people to the, to the point of attack uh, in that jumbo package. But otherwise, they're going to give us a lot of different formations. They're going to try to move that tight end around this map. They're going to try to move around a lot of different spots. And uh, he's athletic enough and fast enough to get behind our secondary. So you have to get a little pressure on the quarterback. you still got to be able to stop the run, especially when you're talking about great and prep. And so our defensive guys have done a great job of putting our kids, hopefully, in the correct spot to be successful against great prep. Brandon, third down gets so talked about here, and if they're getting two and three and four yards in a cloud of dust, it might be third and short. And you can correct me if I'm wrong, the way you guys have moved the football, third down really hasn't been a, a problem for you guys this year. Just talk about both sides and, and what how important that will be in the game. 
Yeah, you're exactly right. Keeping our offense in short uh, yardage situation has been been the key for us. But we've been able to hit probably more uh, bigger plays this year offensively than we've done in the past. We have uh, the combination with the receivers and the running backs and the quarterback scenario. It's been a pretty good deal for us. Um, but nothing, nothing changes. When it's third and two, you have to be able to run downhill, especially in the playoffs, and Crate Prep's going to do the same thing. So we're going to have to gang up on getting guys in the correct gaps. We're going to have to linebackers plug extremely fast and not get beat by the play-action look. Finally, uh, Brandon, uh, you talked about this being for the district title and all the things that go along with it. So much is made out of when Kearney or Grand Island or whoever, Norfolk, North Platte has to go to the Metro, and then there's a lot made of it when the Metro has to leave the Omaha area. Can you give the fans a sense of how different it is just when you're walking on the field for pregame warm-ups? <laughs> That's a that's a great question. Our kids absolutely love getting on the bus and traveling to Buell Field and Millard or going to any type of the metro schools. Uh, that three-hour trip is not a big issue for us, uh, whether it's Lincoln or Omaha. Uh, but vice versa, I don't know how many times Creighton Prep's been out of um, out of the city limits. I think they played at uh, Fremont this year, but otherwise they've been within striking distance uh, geographically of where they play week in and week out. And so we think that's our advantage for teams to come out of the uh, eastern part of the state to come to Foster Field. We try to make Foster Field a difficult place to play, and uh, there's nothing better than being in front of our home crowd. Well, this is going to be fun. Uh, let's uh, have a good one tonight and uh, keep that uh, zero in the loss column. Good luck, Coach. Thank you for your coverage. That's Brandon Cool, head football coach of the County Bearcats, and we're back to Foster Field for the starting lineups as the Bearcats and the Junior Jays get ready to battle right after this on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Beef producers, if you're looking for palatable roughage for your herd, the animal nutrition team at Aurora Cooperative has the solution. Aurora Co-op has up to a 1,000 tons of seed corn cobs available now. They're clean, dry, provide twice as much energy as corn stalks, and Aurora Co-op will deliver them to you. They also have bunker covers for high-moisture corn piles. For more information, call Dan in Grand Island at 308-380-8142. Aurora Cooperative, putting owner's equity to work. For your farm, your cooperative, your future. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. And welcome back to the New Tech Seed pregame show from Foster Field. Wind could be a little bit of a factor. It is whipping around here. Nothing like we might see tomorrow, but our injury report is pretty good tonight from Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Carney High football coach Brandon Cool says, too deep, they're setting in real good shape. Uh, have seen a couple kids that are standing on the sidelines uh, with their jerseys on, like uh, Tristan Brueggemann, but uh, most of the kids out there are uh, looking really good uh, and ready to go tonight. And Coach Yonk says, might have to keep an eye on number 92, the 6'4", 210-pounder Austin Kurzman. Been a little under the weather, so when I talked to him yesterday for our pregame interview, just wasn't sure uh, how healthy he would be coming in tonight. And that is is your Family Physical Therapy Injury Report, brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. The wind is coming from the north to the south here today, and our starting lineups are brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. You may have to listen to the weight 
That's all probably you want to listen to here when we're reading the Creighton Prep starting lineup. At center, number 53, 6'2", 255-pound junior, Jack Haas. At the right guard, number 50, 6'3", 290-pound junior, Trendle Dawkins. The left guard, number 63, 6'4", 265-pound junior, Ryan Benna. At the tackles, the right tackle is number 66, 6'2", 285-pound senior, Alex Orgelzali. And the left tackle is number 70, is 6'4", 295-pound senior in Will Krenzer. The tight end is the Division I prospect, still waiting to make his choice. Number 82, 6'3", 240-pounder, Grant Matthews. At wide receiver, number 7, 6'2", 265-pound sophomore, Mason Armstead. And number 40, 6'2", 185-pound senior, Drew Dunham. The fullback, who's actually the leading rusher on the team, is number 5, 6'1", 240-pound junior, Luke Sims. Try to tackle a bowling ball. At number 3 is a 5'10", 180-pound junior, the I-back, Elijah Burtz. The quarterback, number 14, 5'11", 160-pound, just a sophomore in Reed Burke. Head coach is Tim Young, 6-1. They're only lost to Omaha Burke. They are ranked fifth in both the Lincoln and Omaha papers. For the Carney Bearcats, the center is number 54, 5'9", 242-pound senior, Daniel Lundy. The left guard, number 57, 5'10", 210-pound senior, Rowdy Melton. The right guard, number 58, 6'3", 265-pound senior, Trevor Payne. At tackle, on the left side, number 59, 5'10", 203-pound senior Caden Lytle, and the right tackle, number 75, 6'2", 290-pound senior Lee Harrington. At the wideout position, the X is number 7, 6'1", 196-pound senior Brett Overmiller. The Y is number 88, 6'3", 224-pound senior. That's Tyler Atchison, kind of more of a tight end type of player there at the Y. And the Z is number 2, 6-foot, 196-pound senior Isaiah Stalberg. The H-back is number 14, 5'11", 188-pound senior Thad Huber. The I-back, number 15, 5'10", 180-pound senior Matt Studi. You'll also see number 3, 6-foot, 173-pound sophomore Miko Mazner. And the quarterback, number 6, 6'3", 210-pound senior Cannon Coster. The Bearcats are 7-0, and but still just ranked 7th in the state of Nebraska, the Omaha World and Lincoln Journal Star. Everybody wants to see it proven. They saw what happened against Millard North, but Millard North is 3-4 and four on the season. Brandon Cool, the head coach. Brad Archer, Steve Cherry, Tim Christo, Bart Cron, Chad Carr, Pete Kropp, Greg Limbaugh, Dan Martin, Kyle Peters, Darren Van Winkle, the assistants. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. We're about ready for high school football here on ESPN Radio. Kearney High and Creighton Prep will kick it off right after this. You see it every weekend. Teams at every level emphasizing the look of their uniform. Look sharp, play sharp. It's what they're affirming. And Pro Team Design puts any sports apparel style, screen print, or embroidery at your fingertips. In person or online, the latest designs from the widest selection of brands. Look sharp, play sharp with Pro Team Design. 2716 Old Fair Road, Grand Island. Or shop and order online at ProTeamDesign.com. You've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark. Or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Creighton Prep will receive coming into this first quarter. They're actually, Monty Carney kicking into the wind. 
Yeah, that's what it looks like. Somebody messed up. Somebody (laughs) messed up. How about some keys to the game? Keys to the game. Uh, Right here, special teams is is one of the big things. Uh, Who's going to win the field position game? Who's going to make a big return or big play on special teams? The second thing is watch the middle of the lines. Watch the center and the two guards. Creighton Prep's going to pull their guards a lot. It's going to be power football. See who can uh, win that battle line of scrimmage. Thomas Corpus and Charlie Harold are back deep. Rarely do you see two non-offensive starters back there to return kicks, but that's exactly what you're going to do here. And when I said they made a mistake, you don't go into the wind and kick off to start a football game, and that's pretty, what Carney High is doing. Pretty rare, pretty rare, and I don't know if that was a mistake made at the at the coin toss, but uh, we'll see. Great, uh, Gabe Hines has a pretty good leg. See if he can maybe put in the end zone, not hurt him. I guess the only other thing is if Carney said we want to play defense. I don't know. That could have been too. We're ready to boot it away. Gabe Hines to get this top. 10 matchup underway on ESPN. It's a low line drive, skids along the turf, picked up at the 8-yard line. Straight up the middle of the field as Corpus now cuts to the right hash. 20, 30, he's got a good return to the 40 before he's finally shoved out of bounds by Miko Maisner. And Creighton Prep had a lot of big special team plays in last year's game against Kearney. Both teams very well coached in special teams. There's your first big special teams play of the game on a kickoff return. Very well blocked. It wasn't the Kearney got out of their lanes. Very well blocked by Creighton Prep down the right sideline. So they got a first and 10 starting the game from their own 43-yard line. When you look at Creighton Prep, you heard what our coaches said. You just expect them to be big, big, big. And Grant Matthews, the All-State tight end, is actually lined up as the fullback. Hard count. Carney jumped. They're going to try and get the Bearcats' head right off the get-go here. And Carney knows they need to penetrate that offensive line, which is huge. I didn't actually do the average here, but uh, they're averaging right around 280. And there's not a lot of pear-shaped bodies out there either. Yeah. They're good-looking kids. Watch when you mentioned Grant Matthews, number 82, being in at fullback. They're going to move him around. They'll put him in motion. They'll put him on the line of scrimmage, and now he's playing fullback. Ball on the right hash. Sims is actually the eye back. They give it to him. Big hole right side into Bearcat territory. First down and more inside the 40, and they'll shove him out of bounds at the 38-yard line. And a gain of about 14 on the opening play of the ball game here for Creighton Prep. Very impressed with the, with the look of Creighton Prep's offensive lineman. Just big old boys and, and again, kind of that heavy heavy backfield with Matthews in at fullback and uh, Sims is a handful there at the fullback position at 240. Now they'll go with a little pistol look here and set Matthews off to the left of the quarterback, Burke, who turns and gives it to Sims. They'll try that side and Carney blitzes and gets the tackle with Tyler Atchison behind the line of scrimmage. A two-yard loss at the 40. It'll be second down and 12. Looked to me like Carney High ran a little uh, slant to the strong side. They were overloaded there on the left-hand offensive left-hand side. Two tight ends, had a fullback over there, ran a slant. Tyler Atchison came unblocked, uh, made a nice play, second down and 11. This is KXPN Carney. And PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming, brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Fake the counter, rolling to the right. Burke wants to throw, but everybody's covered. He's going to have to tuck it up and get what he can as he's shoved out of bounds near the line of scrimmage. Good pursuit by Hunter Novacek. Not much on that one. Maybe a yard. It'll be third and long. I do notice that uh, on defense, uh, Tyler Action is lined up at the defensive tackle position more inside than he has been outside all year long. So, I mean, that's a little bit of adjustment to put a little bit of uh, – uh, more athleticism in the interior part of the line. Well, you have to figure there's going to be some nuances, something different that you haven't seen all year. And now a four-wide look as they put Elijah Burtz in the backfield. Maybe changing the play is Reed Burke out of the shotgun. Twins right, twins left. They will send in motion. Corpus giving him trips to the left side, and we may have had motion. 
as the side judge throws the flag. And that's exactly what we're going to get right here. An illegal procedure on Creighton Prep. It'll be third and 16 at their Kearney High 44-yard line. You see how important field position, but also, as we always talk about, staying on schedule, making sure you don't have any, any big chunks to gain on second and third down. Creighton Prep hasn't done that. Puts himself in a pretty bad position here. A third down, 16. This is what Carney wants is to make Creighton Prep throw the ball. Like you said, they had four wide outs. Watch Grip Matthews. At tight Bird end back spot. to pass. He's going to get hit on the backside. Is it a fumble? The ball's loose. Are they going to call it incomplete? This is the ref's call. Fourth He's going to call it an incomplete pass. Lee Harrington had jumped on it for Carney High. And another shot from the outside. Nathan Murray coming in there. Very nice pass rush there. Lee Harrington made one of his, his, his patented wrestling moves, used his hands, out, went right past that offensive lineman. No time uh, to throw the football. Fourth down, 16. Bearcats going to get the ball. So after a good kick return to start the game and a 14-yard run on first down, Creighton Prep now has to punt the football away. And Matt Studi stands at about the 10. Waiting for the snap to Piskorski. And the boot is away. Excuse me, uh, Straco. The kick is taken at the 15. Studi cannot avoid the first man down the field. He'll get to about the 17-yard line. So a punt that time of 29 yards and a return of about two. And so uh, right now, with those couple first downs, Creighton Prep is winning the uh, field position game. Uh, Carney High gets the ball back after a couple first downs. First and 10 on the 18-yard line. We'll see how balanced. One of the keys, I think, for Carney's offense always is how much uh, they can run the football and pass the ball. They can't rely on one. How much can Carney run between the tackles tonight? Exactly. <laughs> That's a great question. That's one of the keys. Look at those inside guys. Three wide outs. They'll switch Atchison from the left to the right side, lining up as a tight end. They'll run option to the right side with Coster. He's going to decide to keep it, and he'll be brought down short of the line of scrimmage, maybe stretch the ball out there to get it back. One of the things that this, this, Creighton staff, this Creighton Prep defensive staff has been around forever. Tim Yonk didn't change anybody when he took over. Creighton Prep's defense has been the same thing for 100 years, and they're going to be solid. They aren't going to take a whole lot of chances, and they had that option covered up very well there. We're going to say a loss of maybe a half yard. We're going to keep it at second down and 10. We're just underway. As Carney now with their first possession, 10-20 to go first quarter. We're scoreless. They'll put Coster under center, and they'll go with an eye formation. Send Maisner in motion, giving them twins to the left. They want to throw, looking for Maisner out of the backfield, and it is going to be incomplete, well covered by Creighton Prep. Coster made a good throw through the scene there that was covered by Madrigal and Burtz. Excuse me, not Burtz, but uh, Von Jones, Marcus Von Jones. And the pass falls incomplete. Stallbird looked open there on that rollout pass briefly, but Madrigal went ahead and dropped into his flat after uh, his initial read took him to that position and did a nice job of uh, getting his hands on that football. So third down and 10 at their own 18-yard line going into the wind that we have here tonight. Kind of blowing from the northeast across the field. The live formation here. Out of the eye with single wides to each side, trying to keep in max protect. Straight back to pass. Coster looking. He's just going to float it as far as he can for Stallbird, and it is picked off and dropped. Oh, boy, Stallbird was open. He lost his defensive back, but then Elijah Burtz, as that ball hung in the air, came over and had it right in his mitts, a break for Carney High. Playing little man free there where the, the guy that's playing man-man on Stallbird, he's running a timing pattern, a little, little uh, flag pattern out there. Uh, he got by the corner, but the safety came over there. Against that wind, you saw a little bit of action of, of how much that wind affected that pass. He should have caught that ball. Carney gets a break by him dropping that, that football. 
Well, both teams have now had to punt. We've only played two minutes in this football game. Coster, the punter, takes it at the one. Here comes a rush. They might have got a little bit of it. It'll be out to the 35, the 40, and wow, if they got a little bit of it, they're going to wish they didn't. That ball's going to roll 20 yards inside the 40 to the 39-yard line. That's a 43-yard punt and no return. Uh, Cannon's a left-footed punter, and it looked like the uh, left up back there in that protection uh, didn't take a step to his left. We have a penalty here. We've got a procedure against Carney. We'll see if uh, Creighton Prep makes him punt it again, or they just uh, let it go as it as it is. Yeah, I'm banking on punting again. That was about as bad a deal that could happen for Prep there. That ball rolled a long way. Let's find out. Nope. They're going to decline it. Took it to the 39-yard line. All right, Creighton Prep, who has good special teams, decide let's just take the ball for the second time. On that air hash towards the Kearney sideline. First and 10 at the 39. Scoreless with 9.48 to go here in the first quarter of play on ESPN Radio. Doug Duda, Monty Kratzenstein with you. Glad you're along with us as well for this top 10 battle. Number five, Prep. Number seven, Kearney High. Who's in between them? Lincoln High. Lincoln High playing Southwest tonight for a... Whoever wins will have the best record in in Lincoln. About our fourth different formation we've seen from Creighton Prep so far. They'll fake the jet sweep, run it straight up the middle, and getting to the 42-yard line is going to be Burtz before Novacek gets in there to uh, hit him along with Thad Huber. It's going to be a gain of three on the play. He's second down and seven. Drew Dunham, the uh, kind of the H-back for Creighton Prep, went in motion there, and they just ran a power right behind him. Instead of having a fullback, they ran behind the H-back after his motion, and... Uh, Got a little bit, but the linebackers uh, did a nice job of stepping in that hole. Well, Reed Burke looks very poised for just a sophomore out there in these first few offensive snaps. Twin stacks right and left and almost had trouble getting it to his running back, Elijah Burtz. They were trying to get through that line of scrimmage and then not have any linebackers there as their eyes were on the wide receivers. Short gain on the play. Atchison's going to get the tackle. They'll stretch it out to the 45, so we'll say a gain of three. It's third down and four. One of those big early early game plays right here when you have a third down situation. Uh, you know, Carney has a – we'll see what they do with their linebackers on this this possession or this play right here. Third down and four, still four wide outs. And Brought here comes him. the blitz up the middle. Wants to throw out here into the right flat, and it's deflected away. Nice defensive play out there by the Carney Bearcats, Davis Skiles. He's had a good season. We called his name quite a bit. At Miller North a couple of weeks ago. You know, uh, that was kind of interesting where there was a, a straight drop back pass, kind of a one receiver pattern. Uh, Carney brought the linebacker, I think that might have been Jorgensen, is who they brought right up the middle, got created just a little bit of pressure, forced an incomplete pass. Well covered on the outside. So that'll bring up fourth and four. And here comes Michael Sunclades into the ball game as they get ready to punt the ball away. Noah Straco is the kicker tonight. They actually line up three wideouts to the left side, trying to get Carney to change the formation. Studi, look as out. the pressure comes, good hustle in there by Skiles, but missed it in a great punt, taken on the dead run the other way at the 15. Studi now makes the first man miss, who then circles back around and gets him at the 19-yard line. So a 40-yard punt that time and a five-yard return. I got a little bit excited there. Davis Skiles came unencumbered, straight forward, and he came within about 18 inches of blocking that punt. Uh, very nice punt all the way down the 10-yard line, minimal return. Well, Straco did not take a lot of time. Got it one, half, one step and booted it 
sometimes even on Sunday you'll watch these guys grab it, spin it, because they're pretty confident in their protection, and that's when the ball gets blocked. 8.27 to go first quarter. We're scoreless here at Foster Field between 7-0, 7th-ranked Kearney High, 6-1, 5th-ranked Omaha Creighton Prep. And there is a flag that we did not see, a hold, going to be called on Carney, and that'll back him up half the distance to the goal line. Yeah, that's an unfortunate penalty there. I didn't see the flag come out either, but uh, they're going to be uh, caught up in their in uh, the shadow of their goalpost here from the 10-yard line on their second possession. So Carney has had to start inside the 20, both possessions here. Coster will come under center out of the I formation. Three wideouts, including slot left, pitch play, trying to find some room as Mazur makes a bad miss to the 15, down to the sideline, 20, and he's going to be shoved out of bounds at the 25-yard line. First down, Bearcats, their first of the ball game. Mazner using his speed. Just an old-fashioned toss sweep to the left and a good block there by fullback Will Jorgensen, who's done a great job all year long. And you saw the speed of the sophomore Mazner there. He got to the corner and uh, really showed some explosion. Don't forget, you'll not only be able to hear our game streamed at PlatteRiverPreps.com, we'll also have photos up after the weekend of tonight's game, and the podcast is up right after the contest as well. ESPN 1550 tonight, it's Adams Central Lakeview, Lexington Hastings on 1230 KHAS, Kearney Catholic Gothenburg right now on Classic Hits 98.9 on first and 10. Coster fakes the handoff, tries to get to the corner, has some room, makes a man miss to the 30. Did we get a shove in the back? And there is a late hit over on the sideline. Coster took a wallop, but there is a flag in the backfield. I actually thought there was going to be another one out there on the edge, Bonnie, because it looked like Carney did throw a block in the back that allowed Coster to pick up extra yards. Frankly, I'm shocked that at the end of that run that uh, there wasn't a late hit call. It looked like he'd kind of given himself up on the sidelines out of bounds. Uh, but you're right. I think there's a block in the back or a hold here right on the perimeter. Quarterback run game right there. He faked the sweep to the left-hand side. It looks like a holding call, second one of, of this particular drive in, in a short period of time, going to put them back them way up again. And the, uh, the flag actually laying behind the line of scrimmage, and so they're going to lose two and then 10 on the penalty, so it's going to be first and 22 all the way back at the 13-yard line. Just glad to have Monty Krasenstein with us here with the Swedes down the hill playing at Kearney County. It was tough. It was tough, uh-huh. although, you know, it's been a long time since I cared that much about the Swedes. Trips left. Swing pass out of the backfield. They'll get it into the hands of Stalbert. Stalbert wrapped up almost immediately. Didn't get much short of the 15-yard line. Maybe a yard, and it's going to be second and long. You see the uh, team team defense there of Creighton Prep, how much they pursue. That's a, that's a mark of a well-coached team. I don't know if they have any real flyers. I think Carney might be a little faster than them. But, uh, boy, they had a lot of guys to the football, especially after he had uh, tried to elude that first tackler. There's about three, four, or five guys came in and uh, gang-tackled him. Here comes Will Jorgensen into the ball game. Always an offensive threat when they decide to use him, and so he slides in. It was a one-yard gain on the pass, second and 21 at their own 14. Out of the pistol this time, Mazner in motion out of the backfield, looking that way, and they'll go down the field, Mazner over his head and incomplete. It was a well-thrown ball, just too tall that time for Mazner. Coverage downfield for Joe Carew, and it'll be third down and long. Took a little shot there down the seam, uh, well covered by the safety. Looked like it was uh, number three, Elijah Burtz, who also was playing running back. I did notice that Creighton Prep, you know, their best players do play both ways. They don't do a whole lot of platooning. There's, there's, we'll call some names on both sides of the ball. Uh, for Creighton Prep. Now we have a third down and 21 situation. Tough go here for Carney, uh, knowing whether you just uh, you know play conservative and punt the ball or you take another shot. Yeah, get what you get or throw it deep. Let's see what happens. 
And Atchison will move to the left side of the formation where there's twin wide receivers. Back to pass, looking, looking deep down the middle for Mazer, and it's tipped. The ball's in the air and caught. Stallburn has a first down. It was double deflected. The ball was tipped in the air by the safety, Von Jones. Then it was almost another interception. The secondary helper could not grab the football. Stallburn located it. Caught it at the 42-yard line again at 21. 90% of the time when that happens, the ball's tipped away up in the air there. The defense has it. The second defender had his hands on it, kind of muffled it a little bit, and all of a sudden Stallbird found it in his hands. Great concentration, great play, and Carney's out of its hole. So the first break of the ball game belongs to the Bearcats. First and 10 now at their 42. They will go with a quarterback draw. Nothing up the middle, so Coster has to get outside, and he's going to be wrapped up and thrown down after no gain, it looks like. Gets back to the 42, and Matthews is in there to make the tackle. Boy, what a difference in this Creighton Prep defense for some of the other defense we've seen this year against that quarterback run game. It seemed like they, they, they know exactly where they're supposed to be. They aren't fooled at all with the action away from it. And, uh, and, and again, Cannon's had a little bit of a hard time finding any running room at all thus far, although it is early. They'll give Costa a gain of one, second down and nine. Bearcats at their own 44, scoreless with 6-10 to go here in the first quarter. At Foster Field on ESPN Radio. Under center, out of the eye formation. Turn, fake the handoff, maybe a little miscommunication. Mazer, the eye back, finds a seam, gets to the 49-yard line, and that'll set up third down and three. Looked like Mazer took about two steps to his left. Everybody was going to his right, and he said, whoops, took off the other way, although he's got enough speed where he seemed to catch up with people pretty quick. Two carries for 21 yards for Miko Mazer, and it's going to be third down and three at their own 49-yard line. Running the play in here is going to be Nathan Murray. Coster comes over to the sideline almost every time, so Jorgensen's going to come out. Bearcats taking a little extra time here. Big, big, big play here. It looks like Cannon's limping just a little bit coming out of the huddle. So it's third down and three at their own 49 out of the pistol. Coster rolls to his left. Yes, he is. He throws it out here wide open. Will the ball get there in time? No. Murray was wide open at the 32-yard line, but that ball just floated out there, and I think you're right, and you're definitely right. Look at him now. Uh, Coster is really limping, and that will be a game-changer if Coster is not 100% because that takes the run game away, just the scramble ability for Cannon. He is right now, let's face it, he is a two of six, and the only completion was the one that was deflected twice. Three times out of those six passes, the ball has been in the hands of Creighton Prep and dropped. Yeah, they've been, Carney's been a little fortunate in the fact that Creighton Prep has not picked one of those off. It's interesting how those receivers initially look very open, and then that safety does a really nice job of covering up for it a little bit. Here. And, of course, Cannon is usually the punter, but since he's hurt, he will not be in Parker Brush is ready to kick it, and Coach Cool didn't like what was going about to happen. So he's going to call the first timeout of the game. Brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. We're located where you need us, specializing in you. Fourth down and three for the Bearcats at their own 49, and we'll take a timeout with five minutes to go in the first quarter, scoreless. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your boat, and they're going to make it more than worth your while. Right now, if you trade in your used boat for a brand new boat, your winterization is on Buzz's Marine. Plus, if your trade-in boat is a 2010 or newer, you get $1,000 extra added value on your trade-in. This incredible trade-in offer expires October 31st. See store for full details at Buzz's Marine 5th and Central Kearney. Or shop new boats online at buzzesmarine.com trade. That's buzzesmarine.com trade. 
Farmers and ranchers are gearing up to get their crops out of the field, and sometimes they have to take the main roads to get there. You've probably gotten stuck behind one of those slow-moving orange triangles a time or two. Well, this fall, the Buffalo County Farm Bureau would like to remind everyone to slow down, be careful, and drive safely. These men and women are planting food for our tables. So next time you get stuck behind a farmer on the way to the field, just give him or her a wave. It's just food in progress. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Well, Braden Miller is warming up on the sideline as Carney's backup oh, quarterback. It. They dropped, dropped the snap on the punt, and now Brush is going to be in trouble, and he is going to be dropped at the 41. So the entry to Cannon Coster and Creighton Prep gets a break, and Brush will be dropped for an eight-yard loss. First and 10, Creighton Prep at the 41-yard line of the Bearcats. Oh, you feel bad for a kid there, you know. 30, 45 seconds ago, he's waiting there. He probably doesn't have a, have a chance of getting in the ball game, and all of a sudden he's thrown in there in the mix. Ball did hit him in the hands, and he just dropped it, and that's unfortunate. So, Carney High will now have to rely on their defense again. 42-yard line, Creighton Prep has a short field. See what the Bearcats can do defensively here. Out of the offensive eye formation, Matthews will be the fullback. A little adjustment on the line. Turn and hand it off to the fullback Sims. A flag as soon as they snap the ball. He'll rumble inside the 40 to about the 38. But it appears that this one's going to come back as well. This will be the fifth penalty of the ball game, and we would have had we had one already declined. So it's actually the sixth penalty of the ball game. The uh, <laughs> Matthews was the was the fullback in that play and kind of got caught in the hole. And Luke Sims didn't care who he ran over. <laughs> he hit him in the back and sent him about four yards tumbling tumbling ahead. But yeah, we looks like we had a penalty here, and now they're going to have. Again, off-schedule procedure penalty. You're watching uh, the sidelines, what they're doing with Cannon Coster. Uh, First it looked ankle, now maybe working on a knee, trying to stretch it out there. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. First and 15 now for Creighton Prep at their own 47-yard line. Turn, fake the handoff, looking. Burke has his tight end, and it is complete into the hands of Drew Dunham, who breaks a tackle at the 30, 25-20, and he'll get all the way down to the 19-yard line. Huge gain on the play of 28 yards and into the red zone for the first time tonight. Well-thrown ball by sophomore Reed Burke. He looked over there to his left, kind of looked that receiver off, looked toward the sidelines, and the tight end or the H-back, Dunham just kind of settled into a spot, hit him right in the numbers, and then he took off. Looks like we might have another penalty. Oh, my goodness. This is a big penalty. Took Illegal away a huge man downfield. Yep, took away a huge, huge gain for Creighton Prep. Got to be frustrating for uh, for them. But, uh, again, Carney's getting a few breaks here with some dropped interceptions and some penalties. Just kind of have to hold on here and try to regain a little bit of this momentum. They've been fighting field position the entire game it's only far. A, it's only a five-yard penalty, but it wiped out a 28-yard gain. First and 20 now at their own 48, staying out of the eye formation with two wideouts. They'll give it to the fullback, Sims, off left side into Carney territory. They can't tackle him Boy. inside the 45 and gets all the way down to the 41-yard line, a gain of 11. There you see uh, Creighton Prep off. Offense at its finest, you know. Number fifty, Trindell Dawkins is six three, two hundred ninety pound right right guard, and right behind ha- Jack Hass, two hundred fifty five pound. And then of course you have the big boy with two hundred forty yards. He was a as you what you call him a bowling ball earlier. Oh, it was like yeah. a bowl in a china closet, just bouncing off guys. Uh, he's a load. Second down and nine after that first down penalty. He is a little taller, so that helps things out there. They bring into the ball game Jackson Bartling as a wing back. They want to throw clutch. Double pump, looking for Matthews, in and out of his hands, and the ball is loose. Carney High tried to 
grab it out of the air, but they say no. Josh Ray was there to scoop that ball up. 0 of 3 now throwing the football since you wiped out that last play with a penalty for Reed Burke, and it is third down and nine at the Bearcat 41-yard line, scoreless with 3.50 to go in the first quarter. Same type of pass that they had on first down for a big game. That time it was Grant Matthews. The ball was just a little bit high. I think he probably thought he should have caught that football incomplete. Third down and nine. Out of the shotgun again with Bartling, the wing back. Three wide outs looking left the whole way. Under pressure, and Novacek gets the sack at midfield. It's senior night, and Hunter Novacek comes up with a nine-yard, eight-yard sack and a putting situation here for Creighton Prep. Hunter Novacek's a pretty good player, and if you don't block him, he's a really, really good player. He came in from that uh, left side, and I don't know if they didn't shift their protection over, but uh, he came in flying free, and there was no doubt uh, who was going to make that tackle. Well... A loss of eight. It'll bring up fourth down and 17 from the Kearney 49-yard line. And back to punt it for the third time. Estraco, each series, looks like it was going somewhere. And it did not for prep. Tried the rugby kick. And a low-line driver. Studi will chase it down at the 14 right next to the sideline. Makes one man miss. Thought about reversing his field. And he'll get to about the 17-yard line where Von Jones comes away with the tackle. Looks to me like we have our uh, backup quarterback in the football game. Uh, Cannon Coster's got a knee, knee, an ice pack on his knee uh, right now, and it looks like number 10, Braden Miller, is going to get thrown into the action. Well, this definitely changes this football game in a lot of ways, and we will see what Braden Miller being thrown into the fire really for the first time with the game line situation here. And we'll talk about some of his numbers here for you. Uh, Miller on the season has only attempted two passes. He's out of the shotgun pistol. Studi in the backfield. They give it to him on a little jet sweep from left to right. As he gets to the hashes, he turns up field and gets minimal yardage, maybe one and a half. It'll be second down. You're exactly right. We talked about the balance of throwing the throwing and passing, throwing and running the football for Carney and how important that is. Uh, that just changed suddenly because I don't think you want to put, especially down deep in their territory, you don't want to put that offense in a bad position to turn the ball over. So I think we're going to get a pretty conservative here uh, for the time being. Braden Miller has run it three times this season. Second down and nine at the 19, scoreless with 2.20 to go here in the first quarter. So a different offensive look. Two backs in the backfield. Now Maisner will come out of their head up the field. Miller looks that way. He'll throw. Down the middle of the field. Stalbert was wide open, and he led him too far, and it is incomplete. Again, it was a nice ball. Just led him a little too far, and it is third down. Everybody watching Maisner wheel out of the backfield, and Stalbert just ran the deep slant. And as I talk about conservative offense, all of a sudden, uh, Brandon Cool calls a pass play on a seam down down the field. Maisner, as you said, was was, was pretty well open, but... Uh, Braden Miller just missed him a little bit too far out in front of him. So now you have a third down and long, third down and nine from their own 19 high formation. Back under center. Miller calls the cadence. Runs into his own running back. Now has to get out of there. Pressure from the backside. Throws it incomplete. The ball was intended for Josh Ray, and he took a shot right after he threw the football, and Carney High will punt it again. Each team with two first downs here in the first quarter, and this will be... The third punt attempt last time they dropped the snap, and here comes the backup punter for Carney High, Parker Brush. Yep, Parker Brush is coming in, going to get another chance here. Uh, again, the snaps have been good uh, both times they've, they've punted the football. You remember on the first punt, Creighton Prep got a little bit of pressure. Let's see if Creighton Prep decides to rush pretty hard from this right side. 
So fourth down and nine at their own 19. Stands at about his five-yard line, punting into the win. That time he got it away. High short kick. It'll be fielded at the 45-yard line. Now running the wrong way back to the 40, and Carney is able to drop Thomas Corpus back at the 43-yard line. Now there are a little more laundry on the field on that right side. It looks to me like there's going to be a blocking infraction of some sort on Creighton Prep. They're going to be backed up even further, I believe. So a 36-yard punt. And actually lost a couple on the return. And it is going to be holding, which will move the ball from the 43 back to the 33. That is the fourth accepted penalty for 25 yards against Creighton Prep here in the first quarter. And one of the big penalties was a 28-yard completion that would have put him in the red zone. Instead, they ended up punting a couple of plays later from the 49 of the Bearcats. Doug, looks to me like we got a good old-fashioned defensive battle right here, battle of field position. The opposite of last year, where it was 49-42 to with a big fourth quarter by both teams. On first down, they'll turn and hand it to Sims, hole over the right side, Ooh. then runs over Ooh. a defender and just keeps on going Ooh. 45-50. He's punishing Bearcats and gets into Bearcat territory after an 18-yard run. Nathan Murray came up and met him, met that uh, ball carrier right about uh, six yards downfield, and uh, I don't know if he got the license plate number of that truck that hit him. That That is a big boy, and looks like we're in a little bit of hurry up now. Yeah, they want to do it again. Sims right side just lowers his head, not near as much that time. He'll squeak it up to about the 46, a gain of three. Interesting how right after that on the second down play, they ran, for that second play, they ran a little bit of tempo, hurried to the line, tried to catch Carney off guard just a little bit. Uh, on that first down play, they got about three yards, so it's a second down and three. Looks like they're substituting a few guys in. Big 66 and Creighton Prep's going out. Uh, they've slowed it down now. So Orgelzali, one of the big boys, checking out. Now they go to kind of their Quick package. They've got four wideouts. Ball on the right hash. Two on each side. And they will send in motion Armstead. And here comes more penalty flags. Boy. It's really you, can say, you can say what you want, Monty, but I haven't seen D2 games with this many penalty flags. Well, it's, percent, it's really interesting for two really well-coached teams and two teams that haven't had trouble with penalties all year long. Uh, right now are, and you know, maybe that's the magnitude of the game. Maybe that's uh, the fact these two teams are, are very evenly matched, but uh, they're both the offenses are putting themselves in a little bit of a bind here. Well, usually uh, maybe an offensive lineman sees that there's an extra guy coming, and Carney's trying to bring run blitz to fill the gap here. It is second down and 12 at their own 49-yard line for prep. Burke back to pass. Pocket breaks down. Now in trouble. Now scrambles. Novacek flushes him out of the pocket. He's sacked back at the 43-yard line. Thad Huber gets him. Novacek, the first man there. there I'll tell you what, Burke is not throwing the ball up for grabs. He's eating it. But uh, it has set up some long yardage situations here for the Junior Jays. Well, those big linemen right now are having trouble blocking the Carney high speed. Novacek came in again free, flushed him from the pocket, and Thad Huber saw him roll. Really did a nice job of attacking that quarterback and catching him behind the line of scrimmage for a sack from his linebacker position on the rollout. Second sack of the ball game, third and 19, down to 12 seconds to go here for Burke, or excuse me, for Prep. They don't want to run the clock out here. They've got the wind at their back, and they're just going to turn and hand it to Sims, see if he can run over some people again, which he does, gets to midfield. They hold on at the ankle. Studi held on and waited for help. He'll get to the 49-yard line of the Bearcats. That is a nine-yard game, but it'll bring up fourth down and ten, and that'll be the final play of a scoreless first quarter between number five, Creighton Prep, and number seven, Carney High. No score on the board. 
Carney will get the ball with a Creighton Prep punt to start the second quarter when we return. Since 1902, Carrier has been inventing new ways to make people comfortable. And today, comfort can also mean efficiency. Because being more efficient with your home heating can mean spending less on it. And that's something everyone can get comfortable with. If you're ready for Carrier Comfort, now you can get cool cash rebates of up to $1,650 on a new system. Carrier, turn to the experts. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers and Carney at 308-236-6437 or Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere? But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. And we are ready to get the second quarter underway. And we've just uh, found out from the sidelines that Cannon Coster is indeed done for the night. Uh, the report to us is that it's an MCL injury, uh, not torn. Uh, maybe able to play in a couple of weeks, but probably won't see him tonight. Probably won't see him next week against Benson. So bad news for Carney High on senior night. Not what you want to see anytime. And the punt is away here. Taken at the 15-yard line of the Bearcats' duty. Comes to the numbers on the right side, 20. Gets his way out to the 25-yard line. And a punt that time of only 34 yards and a return of 10, first down and 10 pair cats. Well, we're glad that can, the injury doesn't appear too serious, although an MCL is going to have, have a few weeks off. I did notice that uh, Jim Moran, the uh, basketball coach, is one of the first guys over there checking on him on the sideline. <laughs> well, Cannon uh, moved into second for career total offensive yards behind Luke McNitt in last week's game, and he's tied with Jason Jones for career passing touchdowns with 28. And now we just hope that he'll be able to get back into action here for the playoffs for Kearney High. First down and 10, it's Braden Miller's night, and he will hand it on the jet sweep from right to left up the seam. is going to be Studi for a gain of four to the 29-yard line. Looks to me like they're uh, trying to attack this Creighton Prep defense a little bit on the flanks with, with their speed. A uh, little bit of a sweep action. Braden hands it off and then kind of goes to his right. You know, look for him to maybe keep the ball one of these points here, fake that sweep, and then go ahead and keep the ball. How much does this Kearney offense change now with the change at quarterback? Well, probably a little bit less uh, less drop back passes, but at the same time, uh, they are who they are. Miller out of the shotgun, back to pass, has time, throws over the middle. He's got Atchison complete at the 45-50, and Kearney is in Creighton Prep territory for the first time at the 49-yard line, a 22-yard completion. Hey, why don't you get a color guy up here that knows what the heck he's talking about? Twice now I've talked about their offense and how it's going to change, and and there was a three-step drop and really nice throw by Braden Miller right down the seam on the hash mark there uh, for a big first down. Well well-thrown ball. Well, I know Brandon Cool is going to say in the post game, he wouldn't be our number two. I mean, that's why he's our number two. And if you're going to play conservative this early, he's got to find out. He's got to find out what he's got back there, too, a little bit, Monty. And this gets some confidence in your backup quarterback. Carney will shift three wideouts to the right side, go with that bubble bunch formation off the tight end, and a delay of game. And there, that's, that might be a little expected, and that's on, uh, that's on Braden at quarterback where he didn't see that uh, back judge given that five count. But that's also a little bit on the sidelines as, as uh, some assistant coach or somebody has to notice that and uh, get a timeout here. Uh, everything's just a little bit slower when you've got a quarterback that hasn't 
uh, an inexperienced quarterback in as far as getting plays in, getting the plays called, and getting the team up the line of scrimmage. Kearney had unofficially 36 yards in the first half of play and about 45 for Creighton Prep, most of that from Luke Sims. First down and 15 after the penalty, a little toss sweep right side. Maisner looks for his blocks, finds a seam, runs into one of those blockers, and he stood up, keeps the wheels spinning inside the 50-yard line, across the 50 to about the 46. And a nice little run that time for Maisner. He's going to get the five plus three more, a gain of eight. Outstanding block out there on the perimeter by Isaiah Stahlberg. Got his guy on roller skates and just kept rolling, rolling, rolling. Uh, very well blocked play on that perimeter. Just a quick quick pitch. Split out wide to the left is going to be Stahlberg to the right side over Miller. Everybody else in for blocking. They'll hand to Maisner, and Maisner gets to the corner, has the first down, 40, makes another man miss, 35, puts his head on the ground and gains a couple more. First down and 10, Miko Maisner takes it from the 46-yard line all the way down to the 34, a gain of 12. Once again, you see the speed of Maisner. He's the fastest guy in the football field in that play. There's no doubt. Had a little bit of the corner, kind of stuck his foot in the ground, took off north and south, and uh, really nice drive here from Carney, changing the field position. They have first down and 10 on the 34-yard line of Creighton Prep. And again, it looks like the junior Jays have the numbers out there, and they still haven't been able to secure Maisner. Now toss sweep right side. They do that time. He cuts it up a little earlier and gets to about the 33-yard line, a gain of one. But... We talked about this Miller North time. There's no doubt about it that this offense changed, not because of Miko Maisner, but his versatility to bring him in there with Studi. It gave him another weapon about the third week of the season. Well, and also kept those running backs' legs fresh. And both of them, when they come in, they have fresh legs. They, they both rely on their quickness and their speed, and uh, they do a nice job uh, of, of uh, sharing that load. We've Creighton. got a timeout on the field by Omaha Creighton Prep on the defensive side. So it is second down and nine with the second quarter underway. We're scoreless here on ESPN. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us. Us specializing in you. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Doug Duda and Monty Kratzenstein on KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Second and nine Bearcats at the 33-yard line of Creighton Prep. We're scoreless. Braden Miller back at quarterback. Going to go all the way to the end zone. Stalbert's open. He's got it. Touchdown. Kearney high. Creighton Prep out of a defensive timeout. One play. Beautiful pass for Braden Miller. Did a super job looking, looking off to his left. Uh, meanwhile, Isaiah was running that uh, seam route on the right side, looked off the safety. We talked about how well that safety has played those deep balls. Uh, Braden Miller, excellent job looking that safety off, hitting Isaiah right in stride in the end zone, and Carney High takes the first 
first lead of the ball game. Outstanding drive. And now Gabe Hines in to attempt the extra point. Braden Miller will be the holder for that. A little high, but he gets it down. The boot is away, and the boot is good. Our five points bank touchdown, the first one of the ball game, a 33-yard touchdown pass from Braden Miller to Isaiah Stalberg. 9-14 to go in the first half. Carney 7, Creighton Prep, nothing. Today, more and more people are insuring their homes with us through Auto Owners Insurance. I'm Dave Challey at Barney Insurance. We'll provide low-cost, quality protection, claim service second to none, and if you insure both your home and car through Auto Owners Insurance, you'll qualify for additional premium discounts. Stop by or give us a call at 237-2222. We're Barney Insurance. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Doug Duda, Braden Miller, throwing the touchdown pass, 33 yards to get the crowd going again. And the wind just kind of staying about the same. Miller again into the ball game for the injured Cannon Coster. And MCL might keep it out a couple of weeks. We'll talk more about it coming up at the halftime break. Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Carney pounds this kick, and it's halfway back the end zone. Nothing Creighton Prep can do with it, and they'll start first and 10 at their 20. But, as Monty, as you watch what Creighton Prep has done, they have shown the ability for a big play, and they have hurt themselves with a couple of penalties and a couple of sacks. Well, they, they're, they're a football team that doesn't want to get they – don't, they don't like playing from behind because, again, they want to pound, with, pound you with their power, pound you with their power, then possibly get their tight end free. Uh, that whole drive was set up, by the way, Carney, uh, with their running game, and that play-action pass works at every level. So first out in 10, and it looks like they're going to line up in the power eye formation with the All-Stater Grant Matthews as the fullback. Fake the handoff. Brooke wants to throw out into the flat, and it is complete to Matthews at the 20. He'll get up to the 25-yard line. Short gain, about a four-yarder, but that's actually the first positive pass play of the ball game for Creighton Prep. The only other completion was wiped out by a penalty. Yep. First uh, first down pass makes it second down and five. Just a little pass out there. Pretty pretty basic, pretty well-controlled short passing game there. Burke back under center with a single back this time. And they'll hand it off. Sims up the middle just trying to churn those legs, and he gets good yardage right to the 30-yard line. Looks like he'll have enough to move the chains, and he will. A gain of six. Luke Sims... 59 yards now on seven carries. For Carney, Maisner has five carries, 42 yards. Yep. Now let's let's take a look a little bit at uh, at these linebackers of Carney High and see how they're playing it. As you mentioned before, they run a little bit of run blitz action to try to put another body at the point of point of attack. See if that opens up some of these tight ends. Real head power heavy formation here to the left. On first down, handoff right side, two, three, four Bearcats to bring him down at the 39, a gain of nine. Loaded up to the left-hand side, almost an unbalanced line situation, then just ran power over to the weak side there for a a, a big nine-yard gain of first down. That's what you call being on schedule, second down and one. Let's take a look at what's going on down the hill. How about this? Gothenburg 14, Kearney Catholic 7, as that is on 
98.9 FM KKPR in the second quarter. Second down and one, and we've got penalty flags again. And this will make Coach Tim Yonk bonk his head on anything he can get it to because if you got second in short, this is not what you want, but it's offsides on Carney. Oh, that's interesting. I, I didn't, couldn't tell if it was movement or if it was offsides. This is the second offsides penalty uh, of the night on Carney. That one gives Creighton Prep first down. Let's go back to the scoreboard. Grand Island 21, Bellevue East nothing in the first quarter. Class B, York 21, Seward 7 in the second. Hastings 12 to nothing over Lexington in the second. Aurora and Northwest 7-7. McCook leads Holdridge 14-0 all in the second. Another hard count, and I think they got Carney again. Lee Harrington, they're trying to back him off a little bit, and that's back-to-back offsides on the Bearcats. Trying to take advantage of Carney's aggressiveness. Again, that's the third time now that they've been drawn off sides by a hard count. Good discipline by Creighton Prep. Not so much by Carney, and I know Brandon Cool doesn't isn't a big fan of that. Neither is Brad Archer. <laughs> hey, our score, Needless to say. Our scoreboard brought to you by the Simonson Agency, your farmer's insurance agent in Carney, covering you for home life and auto insurance. First down and five now at the 49-yard line of the junior J. Sims Ooh. up the middle, jumps over a linebacker, and gets another first down inside the Bearcat 40 to the 39-yard line. Another big, big run on the play. How about 12 more for Luke Sims? And, oh, my goodness, did he have a head of steam as he hit that line of scrimmage. was lined up deep in the eye, came forward, hurdled the, hurdled the guy that was already on the ground. He is a load. 7 to nothing, Carney. 7.40 to go here in quarter number one. The Bearcats scoring on a 33-yard touchdown pass from Braden Miller to Isaiah Stalbert. If you're just joining us, out for the night and probably next week at least is Cannon Coster. They believe in MCL, but uh, not torn. Sims whole right side. Then he runs over Murray with that head of steam and gets another first down to the 29. And there's not much you can do when the guy's got a nine-yard head start on you. And another big gain. How about 10 more? First down for Creighton Prep. Nate Murray's a tough kid. He uh, he took him head on there about 10 yards down the field and uh, uh, did a nice job holding on, didn't get run through, but uh, boy's going to feel that in the morning. And now I think Carney is going to call a defensive timeout of their own. So the Bearcats will have one timeout remaining and two remaining for Omaha Creighton Prep. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. Your score, 7-0 Bearcats. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. 7-13 remaining in the second quarter. 7-0 Kearney high, but Creighton Prep on the move. First and 10 at the Bearcat, 29. Sims again. He runs off the left side, runs over one, runs over two. They finally stop him at the 18, but it looks like he's got enough for another first down. Move the chains, and it's all Luke Sims right now. He has went over 100 yards in the first half, and the Luke 
chance are coming from the other side of the field. But what are you seeing up front that's different than the first quarter? You probably don't wear them down this quickly as Jorgensen Boy, there's a comes lot of, out of the ball game. There's a lot of strength going on right there, and they're running power. That was weak side power followed behind the big Matthews kid there, and you got a bunch of guys coming out uh, right at you. Will Jorgensen took a face full out. He's out of the game right now. He's shaking up just a little bit. Carney knew this was coming, and now Creighton Prep has to call timeout as Coach Yock runs onto the field. They will have one remaining, 6.53 to go here in the first half. At the half, the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. But Carney, on the strengths of a 33-yard touchdown pass from Braden Miller to Isaiah Stalbert, has a 7-0 lead over Creighton Prep. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Want to take a look at more scores on the Simonson Agency scoreboard in C1. Chase County leads Minden 23-0 in the second quarter. Kearney Catholic has now tied Gothenburg 14-all in the second quarter. Lakeview leads Adams Central 14-12 in the second quarter. That is on 12:30 KHAS. In C2, St. Paul leads Twin River 21-7. And Donovan Trumbull leads Gibbon 7-0. That's a big game for that district. On first down and 10, they'll hand it to Sims again. This time, the Bearcats do a little bit better job. That ball might have popped loose. We had people yelling, ball, 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 but it might have just been Sims running over more Bearcats. As he, I'll tell you what, it looked like it was going to be a one-yard gain, Monty, and he ends up getting about six. That whole pile moved, and we thought it might be because of a fumble, and that pile moved because uh, you got a 240-pound eyeback slash fullback moving forward at a heavy rate. And they waste no time coming up on the ball again. And the official takes an official's timeout here to let everybody get set. Second down and five at the 13-yard line. Creighton Prep trying to even things up. Matthews, the blocking back fullback. Sims, the eye back. It's all Sims. Every play this drive, he's inside the 10. He's inside the five. He's down at the three. First and goal. Finally brought down by Davis Skiles. But no one man is going to bring him down tonight. You know, and, and it's, it's just power football. It's, you know, last year we saw Millard North do this a little bit with their fullback power game and their quarterback power game. This is flat-out ISO power uh, behind a fullback with a big old eye back and guard pulling. Ooh, last Saturday. First out and goal <laughs> at the four. Carney, run blitz, hand to Sims. Sims up the middle. They stack him up, keeps grinding to the two, close to the one, but he's not in. It'll be second out and goal. Carney just sold out uh, any kind of a rollout or play-action pass. Everybody would be open, but they know where the ball's going. Sims has worked it all the way down the field. This is going to be a two-yard game, second and goal at the two. I've, I've been wrong in my play-calling here from the Carney side, but I would be, I'd probably fall off my chair if you saw anything besides Luke Sims coming behind Grant Matthews. Right, Ball in, the right in the middle of the football field. Reed Burke looks like they're going to go unbalanced line, heavy to the right side. Burke takes the snap, hands it to Sims. Sims hit as he gets to the one, carries the defender forward. No signal yet. Looks like they're going to mark him down inside the one. It'll be third down and goal. Huh. <laughs> that was kind of interesting. I don't know how far how far he, he ended up in the end zone. Uh, they marked him down. 
from those those guys on the side are a long ways away, but it is going to look like a big third down. And uh, they're hurrying up feet. to the line here. Third and goal inside the one. Same formation. Burke comes under center, takes the snap, gives it to Sims. Sims is hit. He didn't get in. Carney filled the gap, and they hit him at the line of scrimmage. It'll be fourth and goal. You talk about a sellout situation where linebackers, everybody plugged the exact hole that Creighton Prep was going, and don't be surprised if Creighton Prep with this ball on the about the one-yard line, right inside the one-yard line. Don't be surprised if they uh, call a timeout here and decide they're going to go for it. And that's exactly what they'll do. But, I mean, you look at Atchison and Novacek over there and some of the big boys on the right side of that defensive line, Lee Harrington getting his surge. And it will be the final timeout for Creighton Prep, brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. It is fourth and goal, Creighton Prep inside the one. Kearney leads it 7-0 here on ESPN. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Josh Ray has been playing pretty good football tonight. He's been in there filling gaps as Creighton Prep lines up to go for it here. Fourth and goal just inside the one. The line formation is exactly the same. Heavy to the right. Heavy to the right here with that Matthews-Sims combination of the backfield. Burke, quick snap, gives it to Sims. He dropped the ball. He fumbled the ball, and Carney comes up with it. They tried to go quick, and the ball ends up on the ground, and Lee Harrington says... Yummy. First down and 10, Bearcats. What a surge by that Carney High defense. Both linebackers were coming at the snap of the ball. Defensive lineman pinched to the inside and uh, got enough penetration there where I think uh, Sims lost his concentration, fumbled it, and actually the ball ended up on the four-yard line, so there's a little bit of room here for Carney High. Huge, huge defensive stand for the Carney High Bearcats. So Carney High will take over at their own four, but they still lead this by a score. Of 7 to nothing, 4.18 to go before halftime. Stallbird split out wide to the right. Braden Miller with the eye formation is under center. He tries the heavy hard count. There was movement, but they didn't throw the flag. So now Miller steps away and comes back under center. Turns, and we are going to get penalty flags in the backfield. Illegal procedure. Leaning forward. Looked like the uh, running back. Couldn't tell if it was a fullback or the eye back, but kind of caught himself leaning forward. That is the seventh penalty. On Carney High, it's a two-yard penalty. Mike will get back to the two. First down and ten at the first down and twelve at the two. Braden Miller, he sprints to the sideline and sprints back in. Uh, that's not the way Cannon Coster usually did it. It was more of a stride, but his heart beat, his heart rate yeah. might be going a little bit faster than Cannon's. Braden needs all the time he can get. Probably same play. Ooh, Studious stopped at the goal line. He got okay. out of the end zone. They want a safety, but he did not. That's not a safety. He got out a loss of two. Hands on the helmet for Captain Drew Dunham. He's saying, what are you talking about? Mm. Studio loss of one. It'll be second and 13 at the one. That was a fortunate spot for Carney. He, he looked like he was met right at the goal line. The, the ball, I don't think, got out to the one-yard line, but it might have got it to the, to the uh, one-foot line. Um, he went back immediately after getting contact. Uh, Dunham with a, with, a, with a really hard hit on that in, in the hole there. 
Wind at the back of the Bearcats here. On second down at their own one-yard line. And they'll just quarterback sneaking. Oh, my goodness. Tight Another end. flag. Tight end on the left side. Looks like uh, maybe Atchison got, uh, got leaned forward and jumped that time. Well, here's one you don't see very often. Illegal procedure for none yards. <laughs> I mean, that, that they don't even hardly move at the length they of the turn, football. They, they turned the ball from being, I think, sideways to straight ahead. That's how much they, they lost on that. Wind blowing a little bit more right now. Third down and 13 at their one. And now more whistles. I think it's second yeah, down. Yeah, second down. Yeah, there they got it right. Score, the scoreboard is wrong. The lines, they also had third down down on the uh, yardage marker. So oh. that's correct. That is correct. Started at the four, then almost got stuffed in the end zone, and then we had the penalty. Second down and 13-I formation, quarterback sneak. Miller just trying to get a little bit here. Pile moves a little for him on the left side. He'll get a yard. It'll be third down and 12 at the two. Yeah, I, I don't know. You you take a chance to throw one deep here, Doug, or you just uh, quarterback sneak it or run a dull dive here and give your punter a little bit of room? Well, Brandon Cool has not played it conservative on the, a couple of times before this, and they threw it out of their end zone earlier. The wind is at their back. There's three minutes to go, though. You would like to chew as much time up before Prep gets the ball. Third down at their own two. Miller I formation, straight back to pass. Has max protection, throws it as far as he can for Obermiller, and it's in and out of his hands at the 35-yard line. He jumped up as high as he could, well covered downfield by Joe Carew, and now they will have to send the backup punter, Parker Brush, to kick it from his own end line. Well, he took a shot there. Had Obermiller to the right, had Stallbird to the left, and uh, just a basic fade pattern down the sidelines. Jump ball. Brett Miller, Brett Obermiller is going to win his share of, of those balls, um, just like he's going up for a rebound in basketball. Uh, went through his hands, and now uh, we're a little bit tight here. Looks like Braden's going to have his heels right on the end zone line. Well, Braden Miller has thrown the ball very well tonight. That was right on target. Now, yeah, Miller is going to be the punter. He'll kick it very high. And Prep says, get out of the way. Carney gets a good bounce of about eight yards, and it'll go out of bounds at around the 48-yard line. So a 46-yard punt for Carney High. And Creighton Prep, no timeouts. We'll start at the 48-yard line of the Bearcats, 239 remaining in the first half. Carney 7-0 over the Junior Jays. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. We'll have the first half stats. We'll look at scores from around the area. And a breakdown of what we've seen so far as Creighton Prep would love to get this into the end zone. Remember, Carney has choice to start the second half, so defensive stop here. Bearcats are looking good. It would be interesting to see if Creighton Prep sticks with their what got him down inside in that red zone before with with a heavy, heavy dose of Sims. Again, last. Nope, back to pass. Burke looking, looking over the middle. Wide open, and it is dropped by Dunham. I'm going to tell you what, ladies and gentlemen, if you have just joined us, Creighton Prep has definitely had their opportunities. They've had at least two balls that they should have intercepted, and there Dunham was wide open on the crossing pattern and would have ran maybe all the way to the house. He, there was nobody around him. Well-designed play. They sent all their all their verticals down the field, and then he was the inside slot receiver, and he was coming across about 15, 10, 15 yards across. Uh, was thinking about his touchdown celebration before he caught the ball. Second down and 10 at the 49 of the Bearcats. They'll hand it to Sims right side, looks for a little crease, gets inside the 45, drags defenders to the 43-yard line, 
And so it'll be third down and about three yards to go. Sims with 126 yards unofficially here in this first half of play. And on the last drive, almost everything was him. Got it all the way down to the one. And Carney stuffed him on third. And then he didn't get a clean handoff on fourth and left it on the turf. So Carney with the defensive stand. Third down and three. Two minutes to go. First half. Creighton Prep doesn't have any timeouts. Burke out of the shotgun. Wants to throw. Little shoulder fake now has to roll out, trying to make him bite. And the ball's picked off by Stalbert at the 40. 45-50. He's got a blocker 40. Left sideline, 35-30. Isaiah Stalbert couldn't have played that any better. Burke was trying to make him come up and take him on the run and dump it over him. And Stalbert stayed right there and comes up with the pick. Great play. You're a great description too, Doug, where he was on a rollout and they were playing a little bit of cat and mouse game. He tried to drop it over his head. Stalbert was right at the sticks. Great hands, great return, and now we got we got a chance here because as a uh, Carney he was with a first down on the what's it looks like the 31 yard line, and with 144 left they got a shot here. The second turnover, uh, the one on fourth down, it is what it is. They weren't going to score, so you get with where it is. But this is a big turnover. Carney one timeout, 144 to go, up seven to nothing. Braden Miller out of the pistol. He will give it out a jet sweep. Mazer trying to get to the outside. Good seal block, 30, 25, and close to the 20 yard line, right at the first down marker. Carney's doing some very good blocking, and they're going to give him the first down, an 11 yard game. For Miko Maisner. Once again, number two, Isaiah Stalbert out there. Locked into number nine. Must have held that block for about three to four seconds out there. Just absolutely physically dominated that guy. uh, Giving Miko a chance to get around the corner. And uh, first down. Carney's in business right here. Marcus Von Jones has been very good on pass defense. But uh, he has been blocked a couple times. First and ten at the 21 run option. Pitch play, Maisner. He's going to have to hustle to get to the corner to get anything he's hit and maybe got back to the line of scrimmage. Well covered that time by Creighton Prep. Yeah, that option hasn't hasn't been real successful. They've had a guy on the quarterback. They've had a guy on the pitch man. And it uh, looks like second down and ten. No game. Boy, a lot of time ran off the clock on two plays. We're down to 40 seconds to go. These, these uh, officials, you know, everybody's a little bit different. They spot it really quick and roll it really quick. They had a minute 44 and over a minute on just those two plays. Now rolling to his right, Miller looking over the middle. He's got his tight end open, complete at the two-yard line. Oh, no, they call it incomplete. It looked like trying to get it to Josh Ray. The pass was behind him, and I thought he got his hands under it, but they say no. It bounced at the two. So well-designed, kind of rollout pass. He went back over the middle, and Josh, and I must he must have came from the fullback position. I don't know where Josh Josh Ray came from, if that was Josh. Uh, yeah, slot left. He, he, was right, he was right down the middle. Uh, poor, well-designed play. The pass just didn't quite get there and looked like it hit the turf. Now it's third down and 10, 22 seconds left. The They're 21. already in field goal range, so let's see what Coach Cool has called, and they have a timeout. They send Mazer out of the backfield. Miller looking right all the way, throwing for the end zone to Stalbert, and it is incomplete. And once again, right there was Marcus Von Jones with his hands on the football and could not come up with the interception. And now Carney will attempt a 38-yard field goal with 17 seconds to go. How many of those have we seen where they've had two hands, not just one hand on the ball, two hands on the ball, hit him right in the chest, and uh, couldn't make the catch, going to give Carney a chance for a three-point uh, field goal here with that drop. Now, Von Jones, at least that time, was on a dead sprint to try to get there. 
Looks like Carney's missing the guy here. Um, oh, they're going to wait, call timeout. I don't know why. Yeah, the clock's, the clock's not, not running, but that's exactly what they're going to do. And so the timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. Both teams have used all three timeouts. 17 seconds remaining here in the first half of play. Kearney is set up for a 38-yard field goal, leading it 7-0 on ESPN Radio. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Young disputed Midwest yield leader. Doug Duda, Monty Stein with you here at Foster Field. Carney High, seven. Creighton Prep, nothing. 17 seconds to go before halftime. And Carney trying to take a two possession lead here. As lining up to kick the 38 yard field goal is Gabe Hines. This is definitely in his range. The ball is on the left hash. And the wind will be at his back. Snap good. Placement good. The kick is away. It's got plenty of leg, and it is good. Good. With 12 seconds to go in the first half of play, it's the Bearcats. 10. And the Junior Jays, nothing. We'll have the kickoff right after this on ESPN. The sinister cries haunted Mary through the night. Dawn neared, and still the voice tormented her. She ran towards the safety of her car, flung open the door. And a coyote had somehow gotten locked inside. But the damaged interior was covered thanks to Farmers Insurance. Coyote Carpool, August 1st, 2015. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. This is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market in Kearney. Well, Gabe Hines does his job, and the Kearney Bearcats up 10 nothing, and they'll get the ball to start the second half. They just have to make sure that... Uh, they kick this out of bounds. <laughs> or, or with the win at the back, uh, we know that he can boot it into the end zone. He did that last time. So uh, you don't want to give uh, the Junior Jays any chance to return it. They return the opening kickoff all the way out to the 43. What a change of events. Creighton Prep had the ball with, what, less than, less than two minutes left, and they were kind of driving. And all of a sudden, the Stalbert interception and return gives Carney a chance to be up by two scores, which in this ball game, the way things have been going, is a big, big deal. So Gabe Hines... Tease the football up here with 12 seconds to go. And he'll approach it and just kind of pop it in the air. It'll be taken at the 19-yard line. So returnable up the numbers 20-25. And the tackle made by the Bearcats, Bo Sosted, at the 25-30. They'll uh, mark him about the 34. First out and 10. Time for one play here for Creighton Prep. And let's see what they do. I would assume just give it to Luke Sims, but if Carney plays it properly, he's not fast enough to outrun the secondary. No, he can carry guys a long ways, but I don't know if he can carry 65 yards. Yeah, and we'll see. <laughs> Maybe run the same play that Dunham dropped the pass on earlier. And then the interception right after that, so that's just a killer for the junior days. They'll line up in the power eye formation with two wideouts, and they'll just pitch it out here to Elijah Burtz. Burtz makes one man miss, gets to the 40, picks up some garbage yards out to the 42, and that'll be the end of the first half of play. 
And it's been a physical football game. Cannon Coster knocked out midway through the first quarter with an E injury. But Braden Miller has stepped in admirably and has played really, really good football. In fact, Carney has had a couple of mistakes, and Creighton Prep has had their opportunities. So the ball, maybe outside of the drop punt snap, has bounced their way. Carney 10. Omaha Creighton Prep, nothing. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, KXPN Kearney, and, of course, online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our Internet streaming is brought to you by Barney Insurance, Kearney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Did your crops lose their fertilizer to Mother Nature last spring? This year, you need to utilize Enzone as your nitrogen management aid. Enzone will enhance your fertilizer's efficiency so your crops will utilize the nitrogen that you give them. To get Enzone added to your fertilizer, talk to your local fertilizer or chemical retailer. If they don't have Enzone Synergizer NutriPack, encourage them to visit with Mid Nebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com or call 308 468 6206. Agriculture is a business where margins are everything, and profitability is determined by the weather, markets, regulations, politics, and everything in between. It's good to have a friend looking out for you. Buffalo County Farm Bureau has been that friend to farmers and ranchers, bringing them together to discuss challenges, identify solutions, and advocate on issues they've determined are critical to keeping current and future generations on the land. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau today and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back to Foster Field here in Kearney. It is time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. The score, the Kearney Bearcats, 10, and the Omaha Creighton Prep Junior Jays, nothing. And let's take a look now at other scores on the Simonson Agency scoreboard located in the strip mall just west of Apple Market here in Kearney. Grand Island is also at half against Bellevue East by a score of 35 to nothing. Halftime in Class B, York 21, Seward 7, Hastings 15, Lexington nothing, Aurora 28, Grand Island Northwest 7, and McCook 28, Holdridge nothing. In Class C1, at the half, it is Ord 33, Grand Island Central Catholic 7, Chase County 50, Minden nothing. Kearney Catholic and Gothenburg are tied at 14, currently airing on Classic Hits 98.9 and PlatteRiverPreps.com. And also at the half, Columbus Lakeview 14, Adam Central 12. Second quarter, Boone Central Newman Grove 14, Columbus Scotus 13. In Class C2, at the half, Hastings St. Cecilia 31, Southern Valley 8, Central City and Arcadia Loop City 8-8. Eight, eight, and that is for the district title tonight there. And Arcadia playing without their top two running backs. 8-8 eight, eight, at home in Central City. In the second quarter, St. Paul 21, Twin River 7, Donovan Trumbull and Gibbon tied at 7. And Sutton taking care of Fillmore Central. 46 to nothing. In eight-man football at the half, South Loop leading Overton. 43 to nothing, and they get Elm Creek next week, does South Loop. So that'll end up being for the district title. In the second quarter, Bertrand and Southwest are tied at 14. Amherst, 29. Ravenna, 22. Kennesaw, all over Superior, 49 to nothing. Cambridge leading Medicine Valley, 8 to 6. That's one of those games there, Monty, where both teams have had some losses. 
Nobody in the higher seed of the playoffs wants to get those guys in the first round. Medicine Valley has been very good. We saw Cambridge last year give Elm Creek everything they wanted in the first round and had a lot of guys back. So that Cambridge-Med Valley game, kind of important on who draws those two teams in the playoffs. Yeah, that'll be two, two teams that... Uh... They'll be, as you said, very dangerous in that first round for sure. Also looking for a score on the Elm Creek-Alma game. If you have a score from a game that we have not mentioned, we'd love to hear from you. 308-646-0506. You can text it in or you can call it in the magical world of technology, and we will get that on our Platte River Prep scoreboard. And if you do uh, tweet, just hashtag NEB preps uh blue hill a winner today over pleasanton by a score of 63 to 16 in d2 at the half twin loop leads central valley 41 to nothing giltner leading shelton in the second quarter 16 to nothing and uh, we are looking for an update on axtell and lawrence nelson in six man deschler defeated silver lake yesterday 67 to 16 wilcox hildreth over maywood hayes center 71 to 30 earlier today Hartman Lutheran over Elba, 53-46 to in the second quarter. Second-ranked Harvard all over Red Cloud, 46 to nothing, And Elwood playing McPherson County here today. So those are the latest scores. Don't forget, at the end of the night on Classic Hits 98.9 and 1230 KHAS, it is the Rivals and Ruts scoreboard show. Merritt Lawson and the crew back at the studio bringing you all of the stats and all of the recaps of our radio games and all of the scores around the state, which are more and more important this week because you're trying to figure out, well, if we're on the bubble for the playoffs, did the guys above us win or lose? Or if you're securely in, who are we going to play? And uh, it's a fun time of year, Monty. A lot of math getting done here this time of year uh, by coaches and parents and everybody else. We are going to take a break and be back with more on the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Car insurance isn't about the car. It's about the precious cargo the car carries. It's about providing security and confidence that if an accident occurs, you'll be protected. I'm Dave Challey of Barney Insurance. As a local independent agent, we can design an insurance program that's just right for you and your family, providing safe, sound, secure insurance protection from auto owners insurance. Stop by or give us a call. Time is the true test of endurance. Barney Fall sports are here, and your streaming home for all Platte River Radio games is PlatteRiverPreps.com. Games on Classic Hits 98.9, The Breeze 94.5, 1230 AM KHAS, and ESPN 1460, 1550 are all available online thanks to Barney Insurance. Along with a sports schedule for future broadcasts so you know we have your team covered. All of this at PlatteRiverPreps.com. And we are back here at Foster Field. We'll take a look at the first half stats in just a little bit. 10 to nothing, Kearney High. Next week, the Bearcats will go to Omaha Benson, who Creighton Prep beat 49 to 7 last week. That game, uh, just to let the Kearney fans know, has been moved to Thursday at a 6 o'clock start time. It was originally a Friday night, 7 o'clock. It is now a Thursday night, 6 o'clock start time. And so. Uh, a little different next week for Carney High and for Creighton Prep uh, next week. They will be uh, wrapping up their regular season by taking on Lincoln Northeast, who is two and five. But uh, Creighton Prep is going to get into the playoffs. It just depends on where they fall. And just kind of putting this out in your head a little bit, it would be highly unlikely that Carney and Prep would meet in the first round of the playoffs. No, I don't. I don't think so. But I tell you what, Carney's in uh, two quarters away. 
two quarters away from being in a great position going into those playoffs. Uh, very interesting first half, though. It wasn't the cleanest game that we've ever seen. Uh, a lot of penalties, a few turnovers, um, a lot of different things happening on that front. But uh, certainly, I would rather be in Carney's position right now than Creighton Preps. Well, we always like to play this game just a little bit. Omaha North is number one, and Carney is number two in the wild card points. And Carney is almost a full point behind Omaha North. Now, they'll get big points if they can win the football game here tonight. Uh, they won't get much next week for beating what will be a 1-8 and eight, uh, Omaha Benson team. But you look down the line, it's Omaha North, Kearney, Omaha Burke, and Lincoln High. So those top four teams, uh, then Bellevue West is sitting in the five hole. You want to stay out of that 4-5 spot, probably uh, pretty good at this point. Yeah, there's some pretty good football teams down there, a little down the line. You see Millard West there. You know, you mentioned and West Side's pretty good football team too. So there's some just like like always in, in class A there is some there is some depth. If the season ended right now, Carney the two seed would play the fifteen seed Lincoln Southeast, who is four and four. Creighton Prep, by the way, is setting at the number six spot uh, right now in those uh, playoff points. So uh, that's what things look like uh, as of uh, tonight. We've uh you know, I know if I'm Brandon Cool in the hat at halftime right now, I'm really not thinking too much about playoffs. I am thinking about uh, winning this third quarter because I'll tell you what, the, f- the first team to score in this second half, that'll be a big, big deal because if, if obviously if Carney scores, whether it be field goal or, or if they go up uh, three scores there, you know, I, I think Creighton Prep will have a hard time coming back. But if Creighton Prep uh, is able to score first, they're right in the mix. So very interesting and very important to start this third quarter. Uh, for both teams. We will take another break and be back with the first half stats as Carney leads Creighton Prep 10-0 here on ESPN Radio. Have you ever seen a rusty fish? That question illustrates the point that the same way scales protect the fish from his environment, the bullet spray on bedliners from the dent popper protect your pickup bed. No rust, no dents, no scratches, no chemical corrosion. So your truck has a longer work life and holds its value longer, reduces load slippage. And here's a bonus. It quiets the ride. See the dent popper north of railroad on first on the bricks, downtown Kearney, and get a free estimate for a bullet spray on bedliner guaranteed for as long as you own your truck. Genetics first, trade second. With Aurora Cooperative, you can source genetics from the four major germplasms available in the U.S., allowing you to choose the best genetics possible for each and every acre. Aurora Cooperative agronomists have been very active in the field, getting to know your hybrid choices this season inside and out so that they can be your trusted resource to help you make the right selections for your farm and your yields. To create the highest yielding story for your acres and take advantage of our unique early incentives, contact your local Aurora Cooperative agronomist today. Aurora Cooperative, putting owners' equity to work. Before we get to the first half stats, former Husker Bonnie Kratzenstein with me at Nebraska, Ohio State tomorrow at 630. Uh, you usually slide in and give us some commentary on the Doug and Daddy show, but uh, not this week with our schedules. Uh, what do you think tomorrow? Um, I would I would be very disappointed if, if uh, Nebraska doesn't play very hard. It's a gut check time, the way they were manhandled in that last part of that game against Wisconsin. Um, we're going to see who the men, who the boys are this week because you're, not, you're playing a team that, uh, frankly, is a lot better than you. Um, what 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 what's the line right now? We're looking 24, at about, 25. about twenty four twenty five. You know, there's upsets every week. You know, Iowa State going down to Norman and beating Oklahoma. There's up. You know, I I, I can't say that. Uh, you know, I can't see it ever happening. But uh, it's going to be a struggle for the Big Red. I think tomorrow night. Do you believe in what uh, defensive coordinator Bob Diaco said about uh, about the defense not just not being doing their assignments as opposed to not being as good as the Wisconsin players? Well, 
Yes, but I don't know what the what the difference is. I mean, when I look at when when I look at, at a guy who's playing outside shave and offensive guard or tackle, and he's getting reached, he's getting blocked to that outside, and they're able to go right at that point of attack. I don't know. Is that is that blowing your sign because you know you aren't supposed to get reached, or is that a guy that's better than you that's reaching you? I don't know the difference to be quite honest with you. But but um, I do know one thing, and that was there were a lot of 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 one-on-one battles that were won by the Wisconsin blockers against our the 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 Diaco's defense and I don't know that scheme was necessarily the case you know you can go through the argument of talent you can go through the argument of of technique all those things but there was no doubt who the stronger team was play in play out once once it got to 17-17 well uh, you can hear the game tomorrow on ESPN or on the the Breeze, 94.5. We've got Oklahoma, Texas here on ESPN. Ooh, Red uh, River shootout. Yeah, That's one, on my bucket list. 1.30 pregame tomorrow, 6.30 the kickoff on the Breeze, 94.5. Well, right now the Storm hockey team is uh, hosting their first game of the year against Sioux City. And by the way, big news for the Storm today. They get to host the USHL-NHL top prospects game coming up on Tuesday, January the 9th. That is huge. You will see the best young hockey players in the country at that game on January the 9th. And Kirk Brooks is going to join us on Monday's Doug and Daddy show. We had a chance to talk with him today uh, as well. Plus, he's got a story to tell being out in Las Vegas from what happened here a couple of weekends ago. So uh, we'll get a chance to talk with him. UNK, they're on the road tomorrow as they play Central Oklahoma. Both teams are 2-4. and four. Central Oklahoma is like every game, including Northwest Missouri State, has been close. And then 19th-ranked Hastings College will be at Dort. Dort for a long time had been at the bottom of the league, but now they find a way to run the football. They lead the conference and are fifth in the nation in running the football. And that game tomorrow is at 1 o'clock on 1230 KHAS. Loper volleyball team uh, done tonight over here. We'll give you some volleyball updates in just a little bit. The Huskers play at Purdue tomorrow, and Hastings will take on Mount Marty on the road tomorrow's Twin Valley and Central, and, uh, Central Conference volleyball tournaments tomorrow in high school as well. UNK women's soccer team lost today at home. One to nothing. Their home finale is Saturday afternoon. You know, when I look at when I look at this this uh, going in the second half, and both teams are taking the field for the second half, the one thing I see is Cannon Croster on crutches. Uh, that was one storyline from the first half where where uh, number six went down with a, it seemed like a diagnosis of a knee sprain. So Braden Miller stepped in and then did a very nice job on uh, you know right away throwing a what a 33 yard touchdown pass uh, right off the bat. Uh, that's a big storyline. Second storyline, I think, is probably mistakes by Creighton Prep. whole bunch of dropped interceptions. I think three or four passes in their hands that they dropped. Uh, they dropped a pass that could have, would have been a, probably a touchdown pass. And then they've also had a tremendous amount of penalties that have stymied drives. And then probably the third big storyline is that goal line stand by the Bearcat defense. Uh, Creighton Prep had first down and goal from the four-yard line. They had three chances inside the three. No indication that they could ever get stopped because big old Luke Sims had run roughshod through that Bearcat defense all the way down the field. But as that field got tightened up, maybe maybe Bearcats guessed a little bit right on which gaps they were going to run to. But a tremendous job of uh, goal line stand. So if you're Creighton Prep, you're thinking, you know, defensively, we played pretty well. Uh, we gave up one long touchdown uh, pass. Uh uh, we really played pretty well. We ran the ball pretty well, but, you know, we're down two scores, and uh, we got to make some hay early on in the second half. 
Plus, Carney will get the ball to start the third quarter over at the Health and Sports Center across the parking lot. Number 8, UNK, defeated number 20, Central Missouri, 25-20, 25-22, and 27-25 to extend their home court winning streak to 46 matches. Lindenwood comes in tomorrow, and that will be at 3 o'clock. Now let's go ahead and take a look at the first half stats of our ball game. First off for Creighton Prep. Well, their offense, it's all Luke Sims. 18 carries, 126 yards in the first half of play. Elijah Burtz, three carries for 13 yards. Quarterback Reed Burke, three carries, negative 14 yards. He was sacked twice. So 24 rushing attempts, 125 yards through the air. Burke has put it up six times. He's only completed one of those. That was for four yards. He was also intercepted by Stallbird. So four yards through the air, 125 on the ground, 129 yards of total offense, eight first downs. Now, to be fair to Burke, he did have a nice 28-yard pass completion that was called back because of a penalty. They have the two turnovers. One was on fourth down at the one-yard line where Sims did not get a clean handoff and fumbled the ball away, and then the interception. Five penalties, but they were all in the first quarter on Creighton Prep for 30 yards, and they have punted the ball four times for an average of 35 yards. For Carney High, Miko Mazner is the leading rusher. Seven carries, 53 yards. Matt Studi, three carries, four yards. Braden Miller, one carry, one yard. And before he went out, Cannon Coster, two carries, one yard. 14 rushing attempts because they did have the fumbled snap on the punt for negative eight. 51 yards on the ground through the air. Coster was two of six for 22 yards. And Braden Miller, two of five for 55 yards and a touchdown. So 77 through the air, 51 on the ground. I have Carney for 128 yards. Creighton Prep for 129. Carney with six first downs, no turnovers. They punted it three times, and here's something different. Three punts, three different kids punted the football. <laughs> Coster first, Brush second, Miller third. But Carney has been whistled for eight penalties for 42 yards here in the first half. And Carney leads it by a score of 10 to nothing. A 33-yard touchdown pass from Braden Miller to Isaiah Stallburn. And then it was a 38-yard field goal by Gabe Hines with 12 seconds to go in the first half to give the Bearcats a 10-0 lead. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. Carney 10, Creighton Prep nothing. The second half is next. Winter is coming. Does your heater have enough heat in it? Let the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating make sure your heating system is ready. Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Call today and have your furnace or heat pump checked. Our qualified technicians will check over all the mechanisms and make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 308-995-4481. Daniel the Deer danced everywhere. He pranced through fields and jigged through rivers. Then he saw it. What a stage. A place no deer had dared dance before. The hood of a brand new car. Hey, my car. And the car was covered thanks to Farmers Insurance. Deer Dance Floor, December 1st, 2014. Talk to a farmer's agent. We know a thing or two because we've seen a thing or two. We are farmers. Bum, 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 this bum. is Brandy with the Simonson Agency. Come see me today and see if you are getting the best value. Located in the strip mall west of Apple Market in Kearney. Time to check tonight's field conditions brought to you by your Pioneer Seed representative, Impact Ag Partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. Pioneer knows more about field conditions with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans with Impact Partners and Pioneer Seed. Science with service delivering success. 
Can't be any better than this. It's the brand new turf, first year of the new turf here at UNK's Foster Field, and it is absolutely blue. Not only Bearcat blue and Loper blue, but blue as the skies we have seen here for a few days. And uh, I mentioned it earlier today. I know a lot of folks couldn't get to the game tonight because they're out there hauling grain, they're setting in line, they're harvesting, and we're glad that you're with us here tonight on ESPN Radio. So perfect field conditions, and you can have the same with your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis, your local Pioneer Seed dealer. 10 nothing, Carney, we're ready for the second half. Monty, uh, Creighton Prep has had some opportunities, but they've got the goose egg right now. Absolutely, and again, it's, it's kind of strange. They've, they've controlled the line of scrimmage. They've ran the ball very well. Uh, don't have anything to show for it. Really played defense pretty well. Had their hands on a lot of balls. Could have had several different turnovers, but but uh, find themselves down two scores. So uh, they have to be frustrated. It'll be interesting to see uh, if they can get a stop. If you're if you're them, you're talking about hey, let's get a three and out. Get our get us the ball back. And get within one score. If you're Carney, on the other hand, you're saying you know what we've got the we've we've got the lead. We've got the momentum. We just don't want to make any big mistakes to give Creighton Prep any big chunk yardage or any short field. So Carney High with the football starts the second half. And back to receive it is going to be Isaiah Stallbird and Miko Maisner. And the ball placed on the tee here. Ready to boot it away. Noah Straco, the kicker for Omaha Creighton Prep. Junior Jays will kick it also kind of into the wind here. Maybe the wind's swirling the more than we think on that flagpole. <laughs> I thought they were kicking into the wind, but it Looks more like it's kind of blowing from the east right now. As the boot is away, it's a low line drive kick. It rattles off one of the Bearcats. It'll be just falling on at the 22-yard line. I don't think they were expecting that. And Matt Oliphant was trying. He couldn't get out of the way, so he put his hands up, and then he couldn't locate the ball. Like a set in volleyball. Went off his hands straight up in the air, and they were fortunate that the fullback ended up uh, falling on it. So it wasn't a very good kick against that wind, or you said maybe a crosswind, but uh, Carney's going to be first and 10 from the 22-yard line on their first drive of the second half. Yeah, I'm looking at the flags on the flagpole. I think we've got this right with the direction of the wind right now. So first down and 10, Carney high at the 22-yard line, leading it 10 to nothing. Braden Miller runs option. He'll pitch it out there, and Studi hit, bounces off the first man and gets a couple of yards closer, but he's going to lose three on the play. It'll be second and 13, and it'll be interesting to see if Miller ever keeps it on this option well, because he's you, been looking to pitch immediately. Well, and then there, they had a guy in his face. They've run that play three times, once with Cannon, twice with Miller, and both and all three times they've, uh, they haven't they uh, have gained any yardage at all. They're, in fact, the last two times they've ran it, they've lost yardage. So Huber will come out, slot to the right. Way out on the boundary is Brett Obermiller. Stallbird on the left side. And back to pass. Miller wanted to go slant. He's looking for Huber, and Huber makes the catch across the 30 and dives down to the 33-yard line. A 14-yard completion for the Carney Bearcats. Well-thrown ball by Braden Miller there. Huber ran, was on the inside, second receiver side, just ran a little bit of a slant. Uh, ball was thrown only where he could catch it. Thad went down and uh, grabbed it kind of at his knees and fell down, and first down Bearcats. Well, in Carney's completions, it just seems like they're so wide open. And then those incompletions, about four times, Creighton Prep has been right there on them. First down and 10 at their own 33-yard line. To pass again, Miller. It's a screen play. They get it to Mazer in the right flat up the field, 35-40 on the number sideline, 45, tiptoes, 45-40. But they're going to say that he stepped out of bounds. Mazer had just turned on the Jets and thought that he was going to go the distance. But they say that he steps out after getting a first down. 
but it is still on the Bearcats' side of the field and around the 46-yard line, a gain of 13. Very well-designed play. Screen pass over on the right-hand side to the, toward the Carney bench, and Masoner got it and took three steps, and he was at full speed immediately. Just barely stepped out of bounds there, kind of got pushed. Creighton Prep, I think, thought he was going to step out of bounds earlier and kind of let up a little bit. Uh, almost took that to the house. Masoner comes over to the sideline still. Man, was I really out? Was I really out? Trips to the left side this time, and Overmiller to the right. It's going to be a straight dive play. Right side, Will Jorgensen with his first carry is going to get a couple up to the 49. Will's uh, had a physical f- football game. We've seen him get up slow a few times on the defensive end, and now on the offensive end, too. He's kind of coming off the field to the sideline a little bit. He's, uh, he's been involved in a few collisions tonight. And again, we will have to repeat it uh, quite often. Cannon Coster with an MCL Sprain, I guess, is the way to say it. Uh, he is out tonight, probably a couple of weeks. The early diagnosis, standing on the sideline in crutches, went out midway through the first quarter. Miller has done very well as the backup. Second down and eight. Looks like a little pressure coming up the middle from Dunham, and in trouble, he'll get him. Dunham comes with the blitz right up the middle, and it's the first sack of the ball game for a defense from Creighton Prep that is very, very good. And the Bearcats will lose about nine on the play. Dunham's a good football player. He's been very active on the offense, although he dropped that, that, that sure touchdown pass, or we think that's a touchdown pass. But he's been very active on the defensive side, and there he read right at the snap. He came. He didn't show his blitz early. He came uh, from his regular linebacker position. Braden had no chance at all, took a sack. Now we're third and 17 for the Bearcats going backwards just a little bit. Opening possession of the second half. Carney up 10-0. Nine and a half to go here in the third quarter. Miller out of the shotgun. Looks like pressure coming from the outside this time. They'll set up another screen and is behind Atchison. He tried to reach back with the left hand and maybe getting a fingertip on it. Luke Sims was there in the area from his linebacker position or or defensive lineman position. How about that fullback defensive lineman? Uh, The pass is incomplete. Yeah, and that was a a tight end screen kind of over the middle. They let the defensive lineman come in. Uh, Tyler maybe could have caught it, but he wasn't going to go too far. They were surrounded by Creighton Prep defenders. who, who got punting the football? We've had three of them. Yeah, Thomas Corpus to return it, and it is Braden Miller. Quick kick. He's going to have to hope for a little bounce, and it'll be fielded at the 16-yard line. Corpus gets it up to the 20-yard line, and not bad at all right there. So a punt that time of uh, 36 yards and no, re- and about a four-yard return. Once we said before, you know, just those couple first downs by Carney has shifted the field. Now uh, Creighton Prep's going to have to go a long ways if they're going to get their first score of the ball game. Starting out from the 22-yard line, their own 22-yard line, and we'll see if they're patient enough. You know, they had so much success running that uh, that from that I-formation power game, but they didn't uh, get any points out of it. We'll see if they, they, they stick with that a little bit or if they try a little play action. You know, Grant Matthews has not been very, very successful in uh, catching the ball. They're going to put him out here. As the flanker to the left, by the way, that was a 46-yard punt, not a 36-yard punt. And the quarterback's going to go out here for a wide receiver screen incomplete to Elijah Burtz. Reed Burke, uh, actually the blocking back or the blocking wide receiver, engaged very early, and Carney just ran right through him while incomplete. The, the dreaded bubble screen there on first first down, and it was played uh, played pretty well. And that was uh, they were fortunate that wasn't even either tipped, intercepted, or something bad could have happened there. Uh, if you're Creighton Prep, Carney. Well defended. Well, they may be calling this a backwards pass, Monty. Yep. Second down and about 14. So they're yep. going to call Lateral. that a backwards pass and turn it, hand it off this time to the eye back, Elijah Burtz, who will come across the 20. 
The original line of scrimmage was the 17. It looks like a gain of five that time for Burtz. No, you're exactly right. It was lateral uh, backwards. And that's where they marked it out of bounds. And now we have a third down and 10 situation uh, behind the change a little bit. Creighton Preps uh, bringing in some late substitutions here, looking to the sidelines. Uh, probably probably going to have to throw the ball a little bit. We'll see if Carney brings some pressure, especially Novacek, who's uh, they've had trouble blocking him several different times this evening. 8.35 and counting to go here in the third quarter. Carney 10, Creighton Prep nothing. And now too much time to get the play away, and Creighton Prep has to burn an early timeout here in the third quarter. It's not good field position. It's not good yardage, and they like to use the timeout. So Carney High with just over eight minutes to go here in the third quarter. On to a 10-0 lead. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. There's a lot of talk and worry about insurances these days. And a question like, is my doctor in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield is far too common. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery wants to let you know that we are and will continue to be in network with Blue Cross Blue Shield, along with many other insurances. With items like on-site x-ray, MRI, and casting and bracing, New West has what it takes to take care of you. Call New West Sports Medicine to schedule your appointment today. No referral necessary. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Third down and 10. Burke's going to roll out, throw in the coverage, but he is looking for his tight end, Matthews, and it is going to fall incomplete. So third down and 10, trying to get it to Matthews. The ball is incomplete, and that'll make it fourth down and 10 and another putt here for the Creighton Prep Junior Jays. You know, they got behind the sticks early on with that uh, backwards pass, so they had a second down and and 15 and and couldn't recover from that. They're a team that uh, they don't throw the ball real well when they need big yardage. They have to be a play action, have to be running the ball successfully to be able to throw the ball well. So fourth down and 10, ready to punt from the 22. Good snap, a little pressure from the outside. Nice low punt that's going to be taken at the 47-yard line, and right down is going to be Studi. He thought he had a little bit of room to run the football, but couldn't, and the Bearcats have a man down on the play after a punt of only 31 yards that time, and on the field is Davis Skiles. Yeah, starting starting uh, cornerback for Carney High uh, was back trying to block for Studi, and it looks like he's uh, holding a lower lower leg uh, kind of writhing around a little bit. Looks like he's in a lot of pain. Uh, he's an important member of that defensive secondary for Carney. Well, and sometimes you play on that turf, uh, maybe your foot gets stuck in it, and it, that could could be many things. So our injury break brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with a location near you. Let's go ahead and take a look at the scoreboard at PlatteRiverPreps.com. In Class A, Grand Island, Bellevue East, 42 to nothing. Grand Island leads in the third quarter. Elsewhere in the third quarter in Class B, it is McCook 28, Holdridge nothing, Aurora 28, Northwest 7, Hastings now 22 to nothing over Lexington, and York leading Seward 28 to 7. In Class C1, with the running clock, they're in the fourth quarter, Chase County 50, Minden 7, third quarter scores, Ord 33, Grand Island Central Catholic 7, Kearney Catholic and Gothenburg 14-14 on Classic Hits, 98.9. Columbus Lakeview 14, Adams Central 12. 
Boone Central, Newman Grove, and Columbus SCOTUS were getting to the half at 14-13. to 13. In C2, these are all third-quarter scores. St. Cecilia leading Southern Valley 31-8. to 8. St. Paul over Twin River 55-17. to 17. Arcadia Loop City has taken a 16-8 lead over Central City. Shelby Rising City leads Centura 21-6. Gibbon and Donovan Trumbull still tied at 7. Sutton over Fillmore Central 54-0. We are looking for an update on Sandy Creek, Wood River, and... Uh, Skiles is walking off with some assistance here, Monty. Yeah, very gingerly walking off. Uh, Carney High with the ball here, first and 10 from the, their own 49-yard line. They have uh, won the field position game pretty much the whole game, which has been uh, very, very important for them. We'll see if they can uh, make a couple first downs here. Uh, again, they, they don't have to be real fancy. Going to go to the I-formation. Jorgensen, the fullback, turn and hand it off to Studi. He is hit in the backfield and will lose a yard on the play. He had no chance. They brought everybody, and Studi got popped. Still has fought hard the couple of times that he's been hit behind the line of scrimmage, but his stat total is not going to look too good. seems to me that uh, Creighton Preps decided that uh, we're going we're gonna to bring some pressure. We're going to bring some heat. We're going to force uh, Carney Hyde to throw the football a little bit, and if they get some time, they might have a chance for some big plays. If they don't, they're going to lose some yardage. That usually means Stallberg time. They'll send him in motion from right to left, putting him over there with Overmiller on the left side. Toss sweep that way. Studi follows a block, gets into Creighton Prep territory to the 49-yard line. Short gain, a gain of three. It'll be third down and eight. Yeah, toss sweep to the left-hand side, uh, the defensive end. For Creighton Prep, did a nice job of setting the edge out there, turning the Studi inside. Uh, so now it's third down and nine from the midfield. College football, uh, number two Clemson in a tussle. They are tied with Syracuse 24 apiece with just under four minutes to go in the third quarter of play. Obermiller, I think we're going to have a lot of crazy scores this weekend. Same play, Stalbert in motion from right to left on third and eight. Twins to the left side, back to pass. Braden Miller looking, looking, hits as he throws. The ball's incomplete. And good coverage. Obermiller was covered out there at the 40-yard line. And again, ball knocked away. Nice defensive play by the Junior Jays of Creighton Prep. Carney uh, High is very fortunate that ball was high. If that ball's on target, Creighton Prep, well, the way we've seen, it might have hit him in, in the chest or in the hands and dropped it. But uh, defender was right there, sat on that little hook route there. So uh, fourth down, Carney High is going to have to punt the ball again back to Creighton Prep. But they will should have some field position here. Uh, as they pump this football. Joe Carew with a nice defensive play. Braden Miller with pressure coming up the middle. High, high kick. Fair catch called for, and it's going to go into the end zone. Nice job by the uh, kick returner for Creighton Prep and Thomas Corpus. He did the old fake fair catch because he knew the ball was going to go over his head, and it went into the end zone. So De- first and 10 at the 20. Deked him a little bit there, and the ball landed about on the three-yard line, but then bounced in the end zone. I don't know if they could have got down there past it to catch it or not, but uh, 6.53, Carney's uh, playing, like you said, a little bit conservative here on offense, a little bit more conservative. Seems like Creighton Prep is, is attacking the football more on defense, but now for their second drive of the second half, Creighton Prep comes out and needs 80 yards for their initial touchdown, initial score. The boy, Braden Miller's going to replace the record-setting Cannon Coster at quarterback, and he's also going to do him at punter. That was a 50-yard boot. Mm-hmm. Well done. First and 10 at the 20. Give it to Sims on a counter right side. Not as many guys this way. 25-30 and another first down. Sims had a huge first half, 126 yards on 18 carries, and he'll get an 11-yard gain, or, well, let's make it a 10-yard gain, and he'll be right on the 30-yard line. Fake toss sweep, and then just ran a fullback trap. Sims was in the fullback position that time, and... Uh, 10-yard gain, first down, 
had some success on first down running the football. Now Skiles is over here. They've got him iced up on the training table. Yeah, it looks like uh, Caleb Bean is in that right cornerback position for Skiles. First and 10. Creighton Prep trailing 10 and I think six and a half to go third quarter. Quick little out. The ball is deflected by Stalbert, intended for Mason Armstead. And just nothing in the pass game for Creighton Prep tonight. One of seven for four yards. That ball might have been tipped twice. I think Tyler Atchison, maybe at his outside linebacker defense end position, maybe got a finger on it. He indicated that he did anyway, and then Stalbert was in the passing lane as well. So, yeah, Creighton Prep is having trouble throwing the ball against this Carney defense. This is KXPN Kearney and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Dudamani, Kratzenstein from Foster Field, second and 10. They'll hand it off this time to the eye back. Burtz. Burtz has a little opening over the right side, gets to the 35 and out to about the 38-yard line. One thing that uh, Creighton Prep has been very good on tonight is second down. Yeah. They'll throw it on first a little bit. and If they don't get something, they're not worried. They're very good on second down, a gain of eight. Third down and uh two it looks like and uh once again we have uh sims in the fullback position we have a different eyeback sims we kind of moved to fullback in the second half and uh looks like who's running the eyeback position this is their normal set but they don't stay in normal set very often twins to the left they give it to birch no quarterback rollout looking to go underneath and the pass is oh. over the head yeah that was you know they ran a little bootleg here and they were hoping to get the ball to number seven uh, out there, Armstead, uh, Mason just, Armstead. But, uh, you know, it looks to me like they could have ran for a first down if the quarterback did. But as a sophomore that uh, I had more confidence in his arm than his legs right there, he decided to throw it, overthrew it, uh, and uh, they're going to have to kick the ball back to Carney High. Fourth down and two. And the Bearcats need to keep their eyes open for a fake right here. This is exactly the point on the field where you would do something like that. They take an extra second to break the huddle. And Straco ready to boot it away. Ball at the 39. Rugby, rugby, and now he boots it away. Knuckleball kick that is going to go out of bounds and around the 30-yard line, so not the biggest punt of all time. It's going to be a 32-yard punt out of bounds at the 29-yard line. And, boy, sometimes and we go back to last year when the special teams were so big in this football game, and we had 91 points scored, 49-42. to 42. It's the exact opposite. And uh, by... Making short kicks, they're making sure that the special teams are not as big a play here tonight. Right, that uh, that that kick or that punt helped a little bit with the field position, but as we've talked about, Carney High has had a little bit of advantage on the field position all night long. They start from the 29-yard line. Uh, you know, they're going to saddle up and load behind this uh, offensive line, see if they can move the football. First down and 10, Bearcats at the 29. Toss sweep right side, trying to get outside. Mazner gets to the numbers, gets to the corner, 35, 40 Great. down the sideline, 45, and then gets shoved out of bounds with a high shove that time up around the shoulder pads and face mask by Vaughn Jones. And another first down, Carney High. Joe Carew, the, the cornerback for Creighton Prep, had Miko Mazner dead to rights out there. Looked like he had set the edge, and Miko Mazner gave him just a little inside move and got around him. You see some real speed from Mazner as that sophomore. And, and a big run for him down the sideline. Been a long game as far as overall time. We are not even in the fourth quarter, barely midway through the third quarter. 5.27 to go, 10 nothing. Carney. Miller hands it off to Mazer to the left side. Blocking not as good this time, and he is going to be strung out and lose yards on this play. And that is 
Marcus Von Jones over there with some help from Morgan Madrigal, one of the defensive captains for this football team, and a loss of four on the play for Studi. Very aggressive Creighton Prep defense on that right or side. Maisner, excuse me. At that, at that point, yeah, Maisner didn't have a chance, kind of got going sideways right away with some penetration and a team tackle from Creighton Prep. Uh, loss yardage now, put him in the second 14 situation. Clock running here, a 10-0 lead with 4.45 to go in the third quarter. Carney high, Jorgensen is the fullback, Miller under center. Back to pass, five-step drop, pump fake wants to go for all. Stalbert and oh. it slipped out of his hands, and it's picked oh. off at the 45. It might be returned, 50. Stalbert got to him. That ball just slipped out of Braden Miller's hands. He was trying to throw yep. it so far that he overthrew it and it just popped up in the air in the first turnover of the ball game for Carney high, and now Creighton Prep. Finally has a chance to do something offensively. There's the big play that Creighton Prep's defense was looking for. Isaiah Stallberg ran a hook and go out there. Ran the hook, got past him. The cornerback, I said he's got him because the cornerback literally fell down, I think. Braden, like, just as you said, just lost his grip on the football. It was about 20, thrown about 20 yards short and uh, returned down to the uh, Carney High 33-yard line. Creighton Prep got the break that's waiting for. So first down and 10 here for Prep. Sims now lined up at the I-back. He's only carried it once on their first two possessions. He'll take it here, and he will follow Matthews around the right side. They are able Fumble. to push him up. The ball's bounced on the ground, on the turf. Carney's thought they had it. Carney does have it. Stalbert! How about that? Right right back at you. One turnover followed by another. It looked to me like there was just a basic strip. Strip. He was uh, kind of a toss sweep or outside run play there, and all of a sudden he was running and he didn't have the football, and uh, Stalbert ended up with it. Big play by that Bearcat defense once and all, time and time and again. When they looks like Creighton Prep's going to get some momentum, have some, uh, have a chance here to uh, tighten this game up. The Bearcat defense comes through again. The second lost fumble by Luke Sims, who has rushed for 136 yards in this football game, and now Carney High back on offense. Stallberg goes in motion from left to right, lines up in the slot, pitch play right side. And Maisner just can't cut up on the uh, seams. He's got to come to the numbers, lowers his shoulder, runs over a man, almost stripped it out of his hands. He gets to the 40, the 45, and he's got a first down at the 46. That had all kinds of things in just a little (laughs) 10-yard run. Miko Maisner would not have made that run a few games ago. Uh, You see his development where he he jumped to the outside, much like the first play of that last series. He jumped the outside, but he was kind of spinning around. They went for the football, ran through contact, almost lost the football, hung on to it. Big first down run. Uh, Carney has a little momentum once again. Yeah, that chicken wing came way away from his body. Jorgensen in as the fullback, playing base eye. They give it to Will straight up the middle, and he'll crash forward to near midfield. That's a four-yard gain. Second carry of the ball game for Will. Yeah, Will, they, we haven't run the fullback very much uh, so far this game. Uh, also, one thing we haven't done is slipped him out in the full flat like they did against uh, Miller North. Maybe we'll uh, look for that in the second half. Carney High leading it 10 to nothing with three and a half to go here in the third quarter. That was the score at halftime. A 33-yard touchdown pass from Braden Miller to Isaiah Stalbert and a 38-yard Gabe Hines field goal. Second down and eight. Here comes the blitz again. Low toss, but nice grab by Maisner, and he will get just into Creighton Prep territory at the 49-yard line. That's going to be a gain of three. And they are finding that Maisner is the man that can carry the football here again. Cannon Coster. Injured his MCL. He is on crutches on the sideline midway through the first quarter. The uh, go-to play in the second half has been just a flat-out toss sweep with Will Jorgensen leading around the end, and Maisner's been the workhorse here in the second half. 
Brett Obermiller has just been out there blocking from his wide receiver position. On third down and six at the 50. Back to pass trouble. They'll throw down the line of scrimmage. It's complete to Mazner. If he can get the corner, he cannot. He'll get back to the line of scrimmage, and that will be it. Nice pursuit over there by Wells. Nathaniel Wells gets the tackle on the outside. Prep brought their inside linebacker on a, p- a pressure package right there. Came through free. Braden Miller did a nice job of checking down right away to Mazner out on a little swing pass to the right side. He couldn't quite get to the outside as they maintained leverage. Uh, going to be fourth down and six. It looks like they're going to punt the ball. So this is right where the Bearcats were a little while ago, and Miller punted it into the end zone. Let's see what he does here. High snap over his head. He's able to pick it up. He still gets huh. the kick away. It is a pretty good kick. And Creighton Prep is going to let it bounce. It doesn't get much of a bounce for Carney High, but they'll down it around the. Oh, there it took a weird turn and rolled about six more yards down to the 25 yard line. It's only a 25 yard punt, but Carney avoids disaster on the high snap to Braden Miller. That's just flat out athleticism and, and uh, reaction there as the ball went through his hands or, or, and, and he turned around, picked it up, got a fortuitous bounce. And uh, fortunately, Creighton Prep was also not pressuring the kick very much. Took one step, kicked it, and uh, survived to to <laughs> live another game. And uh, Creighton Prep looks like they have the ball at the uh, 25-yard line. Once again, battling field position. Senior night here at Foster Field for the Bearcats. Up 10 nothing. a minute 55 to go. Fullback dive up the middle. Just keep moving the pile. Not much this time. and well, Not much. It's four yards for Sims. But I, I'm a little... I am a little surprised. I mean, I know you can't just run one play, or you shouldn't be able to, uh, but Luke Sims is all that they have had so far in this football game, and they haven't really let him have the ball here in the third quarter. I'm I'm a little bit surprised. I'm not really surprised, but Creighton Prep, we said, was not the fastest team. The faster team was Kearney, and they don't have a lot of big play threats. Counter this time like. hurts, and he's got the first down into the secondary, 35-40, and drug down at the 42-yard line, a gain of 13, and Elijah Burtz, who only had three carries at the first half, and one of those was to run out the clock at halftime, has now carried it three times here for 26 yards in quarter number three, and the first down's unofficially now even at 10 apiece. And Prep's adjustment in the second half is, as we mentioned, has put Luke Sims at fullback and Elijah Burtz at eyeback, try to get maybe a little bit more speed at that eyeback position. Here's a different look. They put both backs flanking the quarterback all day to throw it on a three-man rush, and now he has to throw it away. And the ball thrown out of bounds by Reed Burke. And on a three-man rush, Lee Harrington finally got back there to him. Well covered downfield by the Kearney High secondary, second and ten. I'm not really good at math, but when there's a three-man rush, I think there's eight guys covering, and they had them all covered up. Nobody to throw to at all. He waited, waited, and waited for somebody to break. Certainly didn't, and had to throw it away. But how about Kearney High knowing what was coming and rushing three that time? Seemed like it. Sims the fullback. They'll give it to the eye back in Burtz. Burtz gets to the line of scrimmage, hits a little seam, and moves the pile close to midfield. Nice run. It's going to be third down and about three yards to go again. They'll mark him officially at the Creighton Prep 49-yard line. So Elijah Burtz in the last minute here of the third quarter, 10 to nothing. Carney. Again, Creighton Prep had it first and goal at the four. Third and goal at the one in the first half and did not get in. 
This is a big play here. Third down three. A little bit of confusion by Creighton Prep with their with their formation, their personnel. Unbalanced eye. Sims over the right side has the first down into Bearcat territory at the 45-yard line. A gain of a six. And again, another one uh, that happened here in the third quarter is Carney High threw their first interception to the ball game. And on the very next play, Creighton Prep fumbled it away. And uh, Carney High avoided disaster there yet again. So Creighton Prep doesn't have to run another play here in the third quarter. Let's see if they do. I don't think they're going to get it off. They might. Five, four. Nope, I don't think they're going to. Burke's going to come up under center, and that'll be the end of the quarter. So at the end of three quarters, it's 7-0 Kearney High, leading 6-1 Omaha Creighton Prep by a score of 10-0. Prep has it first and 10 at the Bearcat 45 to start the fourth quarter. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. You see it every weekend. Teams at every level emphasizing the look of their uniform. Look sharp, play sharp. It's what they're affirming. And Pro Team Design puts any sports apparel style, screen print, or embroidery at your fingertips. In person or online, the latest designs from the widest selection of brands. Look sharp, play sharp with Pro Team Design. 2716 Old Fair Road, Grand Island. Or shop and order online at ProTeamDesign.com. Doug Duda, Monty Kratzenstein, our producer-engineer Grace Clark here on Central Nebraska's ESPN Radio Superstation, KXPN Kearney, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Kearney 10, Creighton Prep nothing. And Creighton Prep has the ball first and 10 at the Bearcat, 45. Not like they haven't been in Bearcat territory a few times, just haven't scored yet. Sims over the right side, and a nice tackle from the edge as he gets to the 43-yard line. Novacek has done a really good job really at the beginning of the game, had some big plays, and he comes from the end position and is able to bring the big boy down. That's about the first time we've seen one guy able to wrap him up. Yeah, that was a good play by Hunter uh, on the big boy. Matthews kind of went went to the outside a little bit uh, as a lead blocker, and uh, Sims went to the inside. Second and seven. Carney fakes the blitz. There's some movement, but did Huber cross into the neutral zone. He was way up in there. Yeah, I believe he did. It looks like, I don't know if he was faking the blitz or if he was actually coming, but either way, he got too close. Uh, That's the th- fourth offsides penalty on Carney tonight. The others were being drawn off, but we had 13 total penalties in the first half. That's the first penalty of the second half. Ninth penalty on Carney for 47 yards. Second down and two coming up. And and this is where you're creating prep that... Uh, you know, you like the second down two situation where you could throw throw a, a play action, but, well, I don't know. They, they seem like they just want to run the football. Unbalanced eye. Fake the counter. Nope. They want to throw it. Burke underneath. They get it to Matthews. Short gain inside the 35. Really just enough to get the first down. Yep. Looks like about the 33-yard line, a four-yard gain, but they finally get Grant Matthews the ball. Ran that unbalanced set to the right and just faked that power play and then just bootlegged out about three steps. Matthews was just right out there in the flat. and Grant caught the ball and turned up field, was tackled or pushed out of bounds immediately, but uh, first down, that's probably their version of their passing game because they have not been real successful down the field. 
So a short gain, only about three yards to get the first down, but that's all they needed at the 35. Now Sims up the middle, and they have found better ways to gang tackle as he's only going to get a couple this time. It'll be second down and eight. Luke Sims, 151 yards rushing in the football game, unofficially on 24 carries. For Carney, Miko Maisner now has 11 carries for 85 yards. And, and once again, that was from the fullback position. I bet you that uh, 90% of the yards that Sims has is from the eyeback position. He does have that one trap that he ran for about uh, eight, nine, nine yards, I believe. So now Creighton Prep, I mean, yes, they got a score, but now they have to worry about two possessions in this game. And now here's a little quick pop pass oh. over the middle, over the head of Matthews and incomplete. Carney had some guys in the area, but really it was over everybody's head. And it'll be third down and eight. Yeah, they were just trying to run a little little pop pass, like, like Little League football almost, fake the dive from the pop pass. Pass was way over his head. Lucky that the safety didn't end up with that football. Now it's third down and eight. And this is kind of a situation that Creighton Prep does not want to be in, in, a, in an obvious passing situation. We'll see what uh, Carney does with their linebackers. They bring pressure if they kind of sit them back and double those tight ends. Well, Reed Burke really fired that one, too. That would have been tough to catch. Third and eight, probably two down territory. They hand it off to the I-back, and Burtz will get to the 30-yard line. It'll be fourth down and five, a gain of three. Yeah, I don't know if there's really any advantage to, to uh, punting this football from the uh, 33-yard line. Oh, Up to the 30. 30. Yep, 30. They're going to need a 47-yard field goal. Yep, I don't. I don't know that uh, they're probably going to do that. Running the ball on third down and long like that, he probably thought that they were going to have two plays to get that. Probably that decision was made before that last play. Yeah, didn't get as much as they want. Bearcat defense saying, let's get into it, crowd here. Fourth down and five at the Kearney 30-yard line. They'll go for it. Burke back to pass. Has time. Out in the flat. Jumping the route and knocking it away. The Kearney high defense, Caleb Bean. While David Skiles is over here getting worked on, David Skiles, Probably not going to be back in a ball game. It doesn't look like in his backup. Bean comes up with the deflection. Great play. Just ran a rollout out pattern there, and Bean sat back and then jumped jumped the receiver as he made his cut. Great play by senior Caleb Bean. In uh, and you know has been a, has played a lot of football this year, but the, no play is bigger than that one right there with his uh, the starter sitting on the uh, trainer's table. Well, what do you want to see from Carney now? Uh, now you want to run some clock. You want to be smart. Nine forty one to go and up ten nothing. Yeah, you loaded up behind those big offensive linemen once again. Three wide in the backfield, Studi. Quarterback Keith Miller, he is going to be popped as soon as he gets to the line of scrimmage, and that's about all. No gain on the play. It'll be second down and ten. Boy, those uh, the the front, I'll say the front eight for, for Creighton Prep are just bringing it, snap the ball. They're on the balls, their feet leaning forward and just coming all the time. But again, you can't protect long enough to throw it too far down the field, and you're against the wind. So I think... You'd, you'd think they'd be a little bit conservative here. So you're uh, sitting over there defensively. What's the difference when Maisner, who just came in, and Studi's out? Uh, well, we know their talent, but what's the defense looking at? Uh, defense probably has to look more outside run game. Ta- toss sweep has been the play to Maisner. Stalbert comes in as an extra blocking bat. They try Maisner up the middle. He's got a big hole, 35-40, cuts outside. If he's got the speed, he can go. He's gone. 40-30. Miko Maisner has put this football game away for the Bearcats. A 68-yard touchdown run by Miko Maisner, and it is 16 to nothing. You have to give credit to the big boys up front right there. Uh, Trevor Payne, Rowdy Melton, Daniel Lundy. Uh, of course, 
the big tuna up there, Lee Harrington. I'll tell you what, that was a well-blocked play, and we just talked about the outside run game. It looked like those outside linebackers or and those inside linebackers were waiting for an outside play. They hit it up inside, and Miko Major with his speed might have just iced this ball game. Hines in for the extra point. He puts it up, and he puts it through. And with 8.49 remaining in the football game, Carney High has a 17-point cushion trying to get to 8-0. Our five-points bank touchdown, a 68-yard run by Miko Mazner, 17-0. Bearcats. The doctors at ENT Physicians of Kearney are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, and head and neck disorders in patients of all ages. We have proudly provided Kearney and the surrounding areas with ENT and audiology services since 1994. We're excited to introduce full-time allergy services for both adults and children. We strive to provide the highest quality care here in Kearney and at five satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska. Make an appointment today with Dr. Connolly, Dr. Owen, or myself, Dr. Johnson, here at ENT Physicians of Kearney and see why experience matters to us specializing in you. Buzz's Marine of Kearney wants your boat, and they're going to make it more than worth your while. Right now, if you trade in your used boat for a brand new boat, your winterization is on Buzz's Marine. Plus, if your trade-in boat is a 2010 or newer, you get $1,000 extra added value on your trade-in. This incredible trade-in offer expires October 31st. See store for full details at Buzz's Marine, 5th and Central Kearney. Or shop new boats online at buzzesmarine.com trade. That's buzzesmarine.com trade. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school sports, and thanks for making us your choice for Carney Bearcat Sports. Doug Dunamani, Kratzenstein here on ESPN, 14-68-49 remaining in the game, and Carney has just went up 17-0. Same score we saw him beat Lincoln East by. Good kickoff, just gets into the end zone, and nothing that Harold can do on that return. First down and 10. For Creighton Prep, not the situation they want to be in. They want to run the football, and now they're going to have to get that ball in the air, find a way to hit some big plays here. And you haven't scored all game. Uh, your psyche probably not at the top right now as well. No, and, and they've had some success run the football, but they just haven't been able to sustain drives. They seem like every drive they've had that one or two plays that have lost some yardage, and they aren't very good in, in uh, long yardage situations, or they haven't been very good. So we'll see if that changes a little bit. Double tight end, three wide receivers. Reed Burke takes the snap. Looks right now over the middle. There's a screen to Burtz. Burtz up the hash left side. 30, big play, 35, 40. And he'll get out to the 42-yard line before he's drugged down by the Bearcats. That's again a 22, the longest pass play of the night for Creighton Prep on only their third completion. Uh, middle screen there to the running back. Yeah, got their speed back. Open a little bit, and their big lineman got out in front of him, and a well-executed play by Creighton Prep. And again, Carney has had some of the backups. Braden Miller, Caleb Bean, step up huge with Skiles and Coster out. First out and 10, Creighton Prep. Rolling out again, Burke. Rolling, rolling, has time. Looking, now just has to throw it away. He had four guys on the pattern, and I think Mason Armstead was where he wanted to go near midfield, but Decided to throw it away. He has done a very good job from that perspective. Uh, he did have the one interception where he thought uh, the little, as you call it, the cat and mouse game. Stalbert was right in between whether he comes up and gets him on the run. And he thought he did that, wanted to dump it over the top of him, and he just made an athletic play. Well, and, and Carney defensive backs were in great position there. Not a real explosive passing game. They were seen well covered and uh, nice work. Second and ten. Burke hands it to Burtz. Burtz up the middle. 
off the first man, Ray, and then Studi and Novacek come in to finish him off at the 47-yard line. So they got about half of what they needed. It's third down and five. Yeah, I'm really surprised by their by Creighton Prep's inability to throw the ball down the field. Um, I th- I knew they weren't the fastest team that Carney High had seen, or they're not as fast as Carney High, but they they really struggle with explosive plays or they have up until this point. Big third down play. I think they have to figure they're in four down territory here, don't you? Yeah. Down three scores. They they have to score three times in a row with eight minutes to go. Pass play out here in the flat. Complete. There's Dunham, and he's going to take it all the way to the end zone. Drew Dunham, a 52-yard reception where the defensive back slipped, and Creighton Prep is on the board. All they did is run just a little hitch out there. The ball actually got to him. The defensive back, I couldn't tell who it was. It might have been Caleb Bean, fell down. Uh, as as he made his cut, and uh, there's your first touchdown of the game for Creighton Prep. And just as we said, that Creighton Preps uh, has trouble with the big pe- play. Well, I've been I've been on on the money all night long, saying saying the opposite of what happens. But that was you know defensive back falls down. They took advantage of it and uh, scored their first touchdown. So Reed Burke, and again that really wasn't a big play. It was a no. short pass, but. Drew was able to get up the field. Well, you had mentioned earlier, just got to keep guys in front of you. You know, make them go the distance, and that's unfortunately that didn't happen. Ooh, but, the uh, extra point kick doesn't look pretty, but he gets through there, and with 7.40 to go in the football game, it is now Carney High 17, Omaha Creighton Prep 7, our five points bank touchdown, a 52-yard pass from Reed Burke to Drew Dunham, and we'll be back with more high school football right after this. Oh, I can't believe it. Are you kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that, girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you. Well, now will we see a squib kick, an onside kick? There's still plenty of time left, but Burke has, or Prep, I don't know why I keep saying Burke. Burke beat Prep this year. That's on my mind, but they have to get it back twice. Let's see what Coach Yonk decides to do. And it will be kicked away as far as they can kick it, and it's taken by Stalbert at the 5, right in the middle of the field. Tries to come out to the left hash, 20, 25, gets out to the 30-yard line, and it'll be first down and 10 now for the Bearcats at the 30. We talked about saddling up the linemen and how well they did on that last drive. Might have, Hopefully we didn't jinx them by saying they salted that away with the three-touchdown or three-score lead running behind that offensive line, but I don't think the thing, the thing changes at all. I think Creighton Prep's going to put eight guys in the box. I think Carney's going to try to, with formation, take some guys out of the box, but I still think they're going to run the ball. I can't imagine throwing the ball or wanting to throw the ball in this situation. First down and 10. Out of the eye formation, Braden Miller, the quarterback, fakes the toss sweep, goes the other way with Studi, and Studi nowhere to go. Boy, every time Studi carries the ball, Creighton Prep is all over him, 
and we're going to get a loss of a couple on the play. It's going to be second down and 12. We're here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at beautiful Foster Field, Ron and Carroll Cope Stadium, bringing you the play-by-play. Carney Towing Repair on the road, bringing your vehicle home if you need them. Don't get stranded because from heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, Carney Towing and Repair will be there when you need them. Seven minutes to go in the game. Carney 17, Creighton Prep 7. Bearcats quest for an undefeated regular season. Continuing here tonight. Run the option. Braden Miller pitches it out here. And Studi's got room 30-35 to the 40 and runs out of bounds. Shoved out of bounds by Dunham. And that's the first time that play has worked that well all night long. A 15-yard gain for Matt Studi far and away. His best run of the night. We talked about uh, running the option, how everybody stayed in their spots for Creighton Prep and defended that well. That time they didn't. The outside uh, containment number nine looked like for Creighton Prep. Uh, took his eye off the pitch man, and Studi got around him for a first down. It's going to be able to run some more time off this clock for the Bearcats. Stalbert in motion from left to right, stopping that slot as an extra blocking back. Hand off to Maisner, and Maisner didn't get much there. He lunges forward to get back to the line of scrimmage. Might have got a yard. It'll be second down and nine. Carney's in what the, you might call their, their what we used to call a four-minute offense where they're taking a little bit of time, running the clock, make sure that they get down. Uh, that play clock gets down under in single digits every single time they snap it. Uh, even if they do do that, by the time that Creighton Prep gets the ball back, you know, we could be uh, around the five-minute mark. Um, so that's what they're trying to do is just they're, they're, the clock is their ally right now. Second down and nine Bearcats at their own 43, leading at 17-7. to We're down to six minutes to go in the game. Braden Miller in for the injured Cannon Coster. Pitches it to Mazner. Left side gets hit at the 45, then dives forward to about the 49-yard line. The tackle by Carew. A gain of six for Carney. It'll be second down and, excuse me, third down and four. You know, a lot of attention gets paid to players that uh, are going to go on and play college football, and people think they're highly recruits. I want to give a little shout-out to number 41, Will Jorgensen, that fullback. He's a blocking back on so many of those toss sweeps, and he sticks his nose in there. He is a very, very good high school football player from a fullback and linebacker position. He's played well in the games we've covered earlier this year, and they're going to feed the rock to him, and he's going to get into Creighton Prep territory and probably going to be just short of the first down, about fourth and a half a yard. Third carry for Will in the ball game. Now you have a decision to make because you got to punt the ball. It's going to be fourth down and one. They might take all the time they can. The clock's at 507, 506. They might take as much time as they can to get here, maybe call a timeout. Try to draw them off with an offside, yeah, but you got to be ready for that. Yep. Carney's going to sprint up to the line like they're going for hard it. count. That usually means the hard count. And then Miller comes out from under center. Still has time on the play clock. Now yeah. there's the count. Three, two, one. And they are going to call the timeout. Uh, sometimes when you're around midfield, you just take the delay game penalty because the way they're putting the ball, they're going to do okay. But it is the first timeout used by Carney in the second half. Each team will have two remaining. So we're under five minutes to go here in the contest. It is Carney 17, Creighton Prep 7. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994. When DuPont Pioneer says they're with you from the word go, what does that mean? It means packing a ton of people power, along with unmatched service and support, into high-performance hybrids. Sure, Pioneer Corn products feature high-performance trait packages, but it's your local team of professionals that helps place the right products in your field. Pioneer, with you from the word go. 
Your Ag Impact partners are Craig Weegis and Todd Travis. Well, I don't always get to the good places, Bonnie Kratzenstein, but we're in a good place here tonight as UNK's Foster Field is seeing a good high school football game between two top ten teams in Kearney High. Uh, took advantage of a couple of plays in the first half, and they lead it 17-7. to Braden Miller hit Isaiah Stalbert on a 33-yard touchdown pass, and then here in the fourth, Miko Maisner broke off a 68-yarder, which we thought might salt it away, but it's not over yet. 4.45 remaining. Kearney lines up in punt formation, fourth and one at the 49. Max protects on the punt. Miller tries to pooch one towards the corner, does... A good job, uh, not a great job, because it's going to be around the 20-yard line. Let's see where they decide that they're going to tell them that it is out of bounds at. Walking a long way to the 23-yard line, so that's a 26-yard punt. And decent field position, considering the situation now for Omaha Creighton Prep. 4.37 to go. They scored on their last possession, a 52-yard short pass to Drew Dunham, and then the defensive back fell down and he was able to take it the rest of the way for the touchdown. We'll see what kind of offensive. Uh, they got to have some urgency from the offensive side. They haven't ran a lot of tempo. They haven't been too much in hurry up, but they have to have some urgency still down two scores. Carney, maybe a little more of a nickel front here. They're still talking as the ball snapped to Burke. Burke in the pocket, going to go hitch and go down the middle of the football field into double coverage. It's intercepted by Matt Studi. And the Bearcats will take over at their 44-yard line. Yep, that had they were they were in too high safety look. That studio over there, he certainly wasn't going to bite on the hitch. The cornerback had the hitch, and they had had the gentleman du- double covered there. Ball was floated out there right to Matt. He did a good job of hanging on to it, and uh, good play by the defensive secondary, well coached by the Carney High defensive secondary coaching staff. That is the fourth turnover for Omaha Creighton Prep in this football game. Just one for Carney. Now, one of them was a fumble on fourth down, but it was at the one-yard line. Yep, and you aren't going to win a whole lot of games losing the turnover battle to a good team like Carney. You think Tim Yonk and the boys think they should be winning this game, or do they just think maybe it should be like a tie game because yeah. they haven't done a whole lot offensively outside of that one play here on the touchdown. Pitch play, Studi starts outside, cuts it back inside, gets over the midfield stripe, and has a first down, a good 10-yard strong run. Brought down by Austin Kurzman, who we knew was under the weather a little bit. He'll make the tackle, but Studi will move the chains here for the Bearcats. And once again, Will Jorgensen leading the way on that toss sweep. Puts his face mask right in the Creighton Prep defender. Studi breaks off, but you can see the body language from Creighton Prep right now. I think they, they know they're in trouble. Got hands on hips. The sideline's pretty quiet. And uh, looks to me like uh, uh, Carney can take advantage and run a little bit more clock here. Four minutes left in this fourth quarter in the game. Well, Reed Burke probably made his first bad decision all day throwing that football. He just wanted to throw it. Stallbird in motion. Carney hasn't really run a jet sweep today. They'll just give it to Studi up the middle. He bounces off one man, gets to the 40, gets to the 36-yard line. Good, strong run by Studi. They're putting the ball in his hands, a gain of nine. Um, and, and you're seeing that offensive line, once again, that kind of unheralded offensive line of Carney of High. You know, going into the season, didn't have a lot of starters back. Harrington was the only guy that played a whole lot of football for him. Uh, boy, that offensive line has been key in this, this football game tonight. Lundy, Melton, Payne, Lytle. Don't forget when we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats. And more, so stay with us. Second down and one for Carney High. 
turn, give it off to the eye back, hit Studi, keeps the legs turning, and second effort will get him the first down to the 33-yard line. Boy, he was stuffed three yards behind the line of scrimmage, and he ends up picking up three. Big surge by the Creighton Prep defensive line. He stopped, but nobody could find him. Nobody could get their hands on him. He kept his legs churning, bounced off a little bit, and first down, and uh, that, my friends, might have uh, been been that dagger. They can run a whole lot of time off this clock as we're as we're moving forward. Three minutes left in the ball game. Well, they're first probably going to have to use their timeouts if they can hold Carney to a short yardage here on first down. First and ten at the thirty-three. Under three minutes to go, and they'll turn and hand it off again. Not much there for Studi. He got back to the line of scrimmage, and Creighton Prep doesn't use a timeout, so no gain for Studi. No, they had two hands on the football. Just run a little bit inside, keep that clock churning. You know, if this was a one football, one one possession game, it'd be a whole lot different. But with that two possession game, that field goal uh, was a big field goal by Gabe Hines there that to to go up two scores early on. Senior night, a couple of kids knocked out of the ball game. One a junior in Davis Skiles, the other senior Cannon Coster. Second down and ten. From the 33 of Creighton Prep, the Junior Jays swarming to Studi. Studi gets to the outside. He'll make it inside the 30 to about the 29-yard line. And now the Junior Jays will call the timeout with 2.04 remaining here in the ballgame. A gain of four on the play for Matt Studi. It'll bring up third down and six at the Creighton Prep 29-yard line. And your score, Carney High, 17, Creighton Prep, 7, this time out brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery certified and fellowship trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. They treat all surgical and non-surgical orthopedic and sports medicine needs. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Call New West Sports Medicine today at 308-865-2570 to schedule your appointment. That's 308-865-2570. Doug Duda, Monty Kratzenstein, our producer engineer, Grace Clark, taking a look at a couple of the other scores that are out there right now. Uh, Carney Catholic in C1 has taken a 20-14 lead over Gothenburg, but it's still up in the air. Fourth quarter on Classic Hits 98-9. Adams Central has tied Lakeview. Both teams play off. Uh, Hope's probably tied up into that game 20-20 in the fourth quarter. Grant Island has beaten Bellevue East 49-7. All the scores coming up when we wrap things up right now. Third and six, Carney at the 29-yard line of Creighton Prep. Looking over things is quarterback Braden Miller out of the eye formation. One wide out. Turn, give it to Mazner off left side. He will not get the first down. He'll get to the 26. That is a gain of three on the play for Miko, who now has 163 yards. Of course, had that 68-yard touchdown run. And that'll be the final timeout called here by Creighton Prep with 159 to go in the football game. Our timeout's brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. This will give us a chance to get more scores from the Simonson Agency scoreboard, your farmer's insurance agent in Kearney, covering you for home, life, and auto insurance, located in the strip mall just west of the Apple Market. In Class B, finals, York 42, Seward 7, McCook 35, Holdridge 6, Hastings 29, Lexington nothing in the fourth quarter. Grand Island Northwest has come back from 28-7 down to tie Aurora 28-28. In C1, uh, Chase County beating Minden 50-7 in the fourth. 
Kearney Catholic over Adams or over Gothenburg, as we said. Ward was beating up on Grand Island Central Catholic. Uh, in C2, Donovan Trumbull has taken a 28-14 lead over Gibbon in the fourth quarter. In the third quarter, St. Paul was leading Twin River 55-17. St. Cecilia, a winner over Southern Valley, 43-16. And a big win for Arcadia Loop City, downing Central City 16-8 as they remain undefeated. Don't want don't to risk a snap here, so they're going for it on fourth down, too. Fourth down, three yards to go. Going to bunch them up to the left side. Quarterback rolls, rolls, wants to throw out to the flat, and it's over the hands of Miko Maisner. And so Carney will give it up here on downs, but Creighton Prep down 10 with a minute 54 to go and no timeout. So they're going to need one of those big plays like they scored the touchdown on and recover an onside kick to have a chance in this football game. Yeah, we've got a, uh, from the defensive standpoint, what you're doing is keep everybody in front of you. you got four safeties, well, corners and safeties all playing pretty deep, kind of an umbrella coverage to back up your linebackers a little bit and uh, force them to throw the ball in front of you, then rally to the ball. So after the interception, Carney ran about two and a half minutes off. Here's a wide receiver screen that goes for nothing. Armstead catches it and is brought down at the line of scrimmage. All over it is Stalbert. Atchison is in there as well. Uh, Harrington and Ray help it out, and the clock continues to run. I've said it all year. Isaiah Stalberg is a very good high school football player. Good athlete, good reaction. Does a nice job. Second and ten. Trying to get the snap off Burke. Looks right now back to the left. Has some trouble. Rolling, rolling. Here's a hold, and the ball is going to be thrown out of bounds. They had to hold Lee Harrington, or he was going to take Reed Burke down to the ground. And that'll be the first penalty of the Second half, in fact, the first penalty since the first quarter on Creighton Prep when they had five of them. Yeah, Lee, Lee had it with, with a little swim move there to his left and immediately got by that offensive lineman, had to, had to grab onto his shoulder pads. I don't think he, he slowed him down a whole lot, but it just looked bad because he kind of grabbed his sleeve there. Ball was thrown away anyway, but uh, and so it didn't matter. They lost a whole lot of yardage, though. Back those safeties up. Really good crowd on hand here tonight at Foster Field where Carney High is less than two minutes away from going to 8-0. Burke in his own end zone. Cocks the arm, throws it as far as he can down the middle. It's underthrown, and it's tipped away by Murray. Intended for Mason Armstead. That was 50 yards in the air from a sophomore quarterback. Yeah, he was thrown pretty well. I don't know exactly how number seven got kind of behind Murray and those safeties, but uh, they, they reacted well when the ball was in the air and knocked it away. Did exactly what he was supposed to. Third down. And 26 yards to go now. Minute 14 away from the New West postgame show. And Carney High came out and did what they were supposed to. But had Creighton Prep grabbed a couple of those defensive passes and right in their hands in the first half, we could have had a different story. Looking at a wide receiver screen, they complete it to Matthews behind the line of scrimmage. Breaks a tackle at the 10, the 15. Here comes a penalty flag. And he'll go up to the 20, the 25, and out of bounds at the 26. It would have been a 16-yard gain. But instead, they're going to be back at the five. Hold. That's a five-yard penalty because the line of scrimmage was the 10, and it's going to be third and pack a lunch. Third and 31. You know, Creighton Prep hasn't really been able to get out of their own way all day long or all night long. When when you talk about dropping the football on interceptions or or regular passes or the penalties, and they just haven't been able to sustain any momentum. They, they, They haven't played. I mean, they, they feel like they're physical. They feel like they've gotten some yards, but they just haven't been able to sustain it. Carney High has done just a nice job of sticking with the whole process. Um, 
third down and 26. It's uh, Our safeties are really deep. Our corners are really deep. We'll see what happens. Burke standing in the end zone just decides to turn and hand it off to Elijah Burtz. He'll get to the 5, to the 10, to the 11, still on his feet. Now here comes the Calvary, and they'll bring him down after a gain of 7 yards on the play. So Coach Yonk saw the riding on a wall, and he didn't want to give Carney High any more points. And again, they'll fall to 6-2 and two on the season. And nothing that the outstate teams like Kearney, Grand Island, North Platte, Norfolk like better than sending the Metro teams home on that long bus ride with a loss. And Creighton Prep will play at home against Lincoln Northeast next Friday. Win that, they're going to be in the playoffs. They were sitting in the sixth hole coming into tonight. Fourth down, they will not punt. And now a little confusion as the clock continues to run here. They're going to get a delay a game penalty. Wow. Burke was out here talking to his tight end, Grant Matthews, and I'm sure at that point, even as good a player as Matthews is, he's going, whatever. <laughs> you know, just, just snap throw, the ball. Just throw it deep. We'll see if I can beat someone. I don't think there's a whole lot of trickery that was going to have, have to happen right there, so cost himself five more yards. And this will be the last play of the football game with 12 seconds to go. Or could be the last play of the game, I guess. From their own five. Here comes a little outside pressure. Burke steps up, throws it down the middle for Matthews. It's picked off. Carney's got a chance with Murray to return it to the end zone. 15-10, 5. He wants it, and oh, he got it. They, they got, gave it to they him. They gave it to him. <laughs> and Creighton Prep is incensed because Murray got hit, and he did the old John Elway helicopter and got that ball across the goal line. And Nathan Murray is going to get the pick six to put this one at 23-7. to seven. <laughs> That was going to be rewarded for a good play right there. He Great great play on the interception, went down, went into the contact. I don't know if, the, if that would held up on a review, but you know what? We aren't reviewing that bad boy. He rewarded a good play, gave him a touchdown. Number 62 wasn't real happy about it, but I don't know why or what that matters. Great play, great way to end this game. On senior night for a senior safety in Nathan Murray. and Good for him. You know who's making the most noise is granddad. Yeah. Grandpa, grandfather. Good thing his grandma was a good athlete. They're sitting right there in front of us. And now Carney High will line up to kick the extra point. One second to go in the ball game. And Gabe Hines will try and add to it. So it'll make it look a little bit better when people uh, pick up the score tomorrow. It is good. Our five points bank touchdown. A 33-yard pick six for senior Nathan Murray on senior night. And it's Carney 24, Creighton Prep 7. We'll wrap it up right after this. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Well, Doug Dudamani Crafts, it's time. The New West Post Game Show is coming up as we are here in the Carnetonian Repair Broadcast booth at Foster Field. The Bearcats winning their home finale and definitely will be at home in the first round of the playoffs two weeks from tonight. A reminder that they finished the regular season in a scheduling change. Next week's game is Thursday at Omaha Benson at 6 o'clock. Yeah, a little bit of a change, a little road trip, get, get people home a little out, a little bit earlier next week, right? 
Well, hey, last time good. I talked to you, we did this. You, you made your trek out to Mitchell. I don't think I even talked to you about that road trip. You, mm-hmm. you, you Millard North one Bull? night, Mitchell the next night. Did you kill the Red Bull? No. Didn't, no? Didn't, didn't quite make it. <laughs> it was a long trip home. Hines just a squib it here to get this football game over. And it bounces along the turf all the way back to the 13-yard line. Creighton Prep trying to get a run here, but there's nowhere to go. And brought down at the 15-yard line is Charlie Harold, and this football game is over. And the Bearcats are ready to celebrate as they sprint onto the field to shake hands with Creighton Prep. Not much wet the way for Creighton Prep tonight. Carney High gets the win, but how big is the cost tonight? Cannon Coster injured his knee in the first quarter, and it sounds like he'll be out at least a couple of weeks. Will he be back this season to help Carney? in the playoffs, and then in the second half, they lost the services of David Skiles. So David Skiles also injured in the football game. We did not see any significant injury to the Junior Jays here tonight. Final score, Carney 24, Creighton Prep 7. We'll be back with the New West Post Game Show right after this. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Braden Miller back at quarterback. Going to go all the way to the end zone. Stalbert's open. He's got a touchdown. Curry high. Creighton Prep out of a defensive timeout. One play. Beautiful pass for Braden Miller. And it was that play right there that I believe which was the first touchdown of the ball game. But not only for Braden Miller, Bonnie, for the rest of the team. You see your leader in Cannon Coster go over to the sideline and to come out and lead this football team like he did tonight. Uh, Braden Miller did an outstanding, outstanding job. He, and he punted the ball well, and he was asked to do that as well. But he came out and he showed his teammates, hey, it's like watching Remember the Titans. I got this. I got this. <laughs> Sunshine came out and got the job done tonight. Well, I'll tell you what. This is a team. This is a program win. This is this is classic Carney High Bearcat win because, you know, a guy goes down, 0-0 district championship game. Uh, you know, your, your, your senior quarterback goes down. And you know what? Um, nobody blinked, and and that tells you how how balanced this team is, how good this team is from top to bottom. You know, I was talking to Tim Young before the game and talked about what he thought about Creighton, about Carney on film, and he said they're just solid. He said I don't mean that in a negative way. That almost sounds like they're they're just okay. He said there is no weakness in that team. Special teams, defensively, offensively, they're balanced, and and that's what tonight showed. Uh, you have you know you know you took took away a, a senior quarterback. And it really didn't matter. Braden Miller, they didn't change the way they called the game. They didn't change their offensive philosophy. Um, and defensively, rock solid. You know, they gave up some runs to Luke Sims. We talked about how we thought that Creighton Prep had some momentum in that second quarter especially, chunking off some yards. But that big, big goal line stand down inside the five-yard line where, where they stopped them three times inside the three, there was a huge deal 
uh, for momentum, gave him a lot of confidence. And, and I'll tell you, this is a great district championship win for this Carney uh, Bearcat program. Money. Creighton Prep didn't run that many plays in the second half, and when they got behind multiple scores, they had to throw the ball. But, wow, what happened to Luke Sims? 126 yards in the first half, 25 in the second half. He handed the ball to him six times, and maybe when he lost the second fumble, I don't know, he still got it four more times after that, But so you can't say they lost faith in him because he was a, a big part of why they were in this football game throughout the first half. Well, you know, when you're behind two scores, I know sometimes you just say do what we do, but at the same time, what they changed was they put Luke Sims at fullback. He had been at the, the I-back position pretty much the, the whole first quarter first half got his yards that way they tried to go with a little bit more explosion uh in the second half by putting him at fullback and putting uh, elijah burke in at the eyeback position but he was very effective early on but you know what when you're down two touchdowns or two scores sometimes you don't feel like just grinding it out is going to uh, get the job done especially when you grind it out get inside the five yard line get inside the three yard line and can't punch that in there's such a difference mentally between being two scores down and being one score down so um you know that was a difference but you know you got to give so much credit to that carney high defense uh, a lot of gang tackles you know we talked about nathan murray in the first half you know uh getting run over frankly several different times coming into that safety position just hanging on getting meeting contact and you know who makes makes it is rewarded with a great play at the the next last play of the game with a pick six as nathan murray so a lot of credit to these seniors that came in here uh, into this season with not a whole lot of, of playing experience. Um, uh, a, a very good, like I said, a very good program win. Congratulations to the Bearcats on a district championship. Well, let's look at the final stats now on the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today for Omaha Creighton Prep, they were led by Luke Sims, 24 carries, 151 yards. Elijah Burtz, 10 carries, 61 yards. Quarterback Reed Burke, 4 carries, sacked twice, negative 19 yards. I had Creighton Prep for 38 carries, 193 yards on the ground. Through the air in the first court, first half, Burke was 1 of 6, 1 interception, 4 yards. In the second half, 4 of 11, 1 interception, 1 touchdown, 77 yards. 5 out of 17, 1 touchdown, 2 picks, 81 yards through the air. And that 52-yarder was when the defensive back fell down, and that ended up being their big play. So 81 through the air, 193 on the ground, 274 yards of total offense, 13 first downs in the ball game for Creighton Prep. They punted the ball six times for an average of about 34 yards. They had the four turnovers, two fumbles, two interceptions, and they had eight penalties for 50 yards in the contest. For Carney High, Miko Maisner, 15 carries, 163 yards. He had the 68-yard touchdown run in the fourth quarter. Matt Studi, 13 carries, 42 yards. Will Jurgensen, three carries, eight yards. Cannon Coster, two carries, one yard. Braden Miller, three carries, negative seven. He was sacked once. They also had the drop punt snap uh, that didn't end up hurting them uh, when they when they were tackled behind the line of scrimmage for negative eight. So I had 37 rushing attempts for an even 200 yards for Carney. For Cannon Coster, before he was injured, he was two of six for 22 yards. Then after that, Braden Miller in the first half was two of five. 
no interceptions, a touchdown. And in the second half, three of seven with an interception for 27 yards. So in the ball game, five out of 12, a touchdown, an interception, 82 yards for Miller, 22 yards for Coster, 104 through the air, 200 on the ground. Only 30 more yards for Kearney tonight. They had 304, resulting in 14 first downs. They punted the ball seven times tonight for an average of about 40 yards. Uh, Braden Miller, before that snap went over his head, had three really good punts, averaging about 48 yards. One turnover on the interception, nine penalties, but only one of those was in the second half for 47 yards. Let's not forget the value of field position. We talked about that before the game started, how that's such a big part of high school football and, and you talk about how many yards Creighton Prep had versus versus Carney High. Uh, Creighton Prep was battling uphill uh, the field position game all game long. Uh, give credit to Carney and their their patience. You know Brandon Cool sometimes uh, he's willing to play that that uh, patient punt game, field position game. You know Creighton Prep had to go a long ways and they couldn't sustain those drives. Carney had a little bit of a shorter field some at some point. Uh, that's a big part of the game. Special teams, you know, everybody likes to talk about returns and big returns and block punts and so on. But I'll tell you what, uh, field position played an integral role in this Carney High win. And it looked like Creighton Prep was winning that battle early on, and Carney kind of flipped it around. They kept their patience. You know, yeah. Carney kept their patience and then had a drive where they had three or four first downs there. Didn't score off of them, but then were able to flip the field. Let's take a look at our scoring wrap brought to you by your Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. We didn't have any scoring until the second quarter when Braden Miller came in to replace Cannon Coster, who was injured, and he hit Isaiah Stalbert on a 33-yard touchdown pass. Gabe Hines made the kick 7 to nothing, and then we saw Creighton Prep with their best drive of the ball game. They had it first in goal at the Kearney 4. They had it second in, or third in goal inside the one-yard line. Kearney was able to stuff them. Obviously, Prep went for it, and Lee Harrington recovered the fumble from uh, Luke Sims, and Kearney High was able to squash that out. Uh, they did not do anything with it that time, but then Isaiah Stalberg came up with an interception, returned it to the prep 31-yard line, which led to Gabe Hines' 38-yard field goal with 12 seconds to go in the second quarter, made it 10 to nothing at the half. The teams turned it over on back-to-back plays in the third quarter. Uh, Prep got it at the Kearney 33, but then Sims fumbled it on the next play as uh, Stalberg. Uh, does it again, uh, he's going to want us to see every one of their games because we had a, a game earlier where he had uh, a fumble and an interception, and tonight a fumble recovery and an interception. Then Miko Mazner broke a 68-yard run. The only time, I think, uh, Monty, all night that he ran it between the tackles Agreed. and he took it 68 yards. Yeah, absolutely. And, again, that was an offensive line play right there. You know, so much credit goes to that Carney High offensive line. You go down there in the pregame warm-ups, which I did, you look at Creighton Prep's offensive line, uh, and I, I, I don't mean this any, in any negative way toward Carney High. Creighton Prep's offensive line just looked a lot better than Carney's offensive line in warm-ups. I mean, they just, th- those kids that play Carney, uh, offensive line for Carney High do not look like great linemen. Man, do they have guts. I mean, they, they just go out there and they play with a lot of technique. And, and that run by Mazner was a perfect example where there's no reason with eight guys in the box they should have busted something up the middle, uh, handed off to Mazner. Great seal. 
seal block. Great job of getting off the linebacker by that guard, and away he goes. And then uh, well, less than a minute later, 7.40 to go in the game. Burks uh, throws it to uh, Drew Dunham on uh, just a little tight end hook. And then when he spins around, the defensive back had fallen down, and he took it 52 yards. Straco out of the kick, 17-7. to And then Nathan Murray with the pick six from 33 yards on the uh, final play of the game with one second to go. Makes the final score, Carney 24 and Creighton Prep 7. Our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent. We'll wrap it up right after this. Fall sports are here, and your streaming home for all Platte River Radio games is PlatteRiverPreps.com. Games on Classic Hits 98.9, The Breeze 94.5, 1230 AM KHAS, and ESPN 1460, 1550 are all available online thanks to Barney Insurance. Along with a sports schedule for future broadcasts, so you know we have your team covered. All of this at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring, being involved in the community, and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. And welcome back to high school football here on Classic Hits 98.9. You can hear Gothenburg uh, taking on Kearney Catholic tonight, and that is followed up by the Rivals and Runs scoreboard show that uh, Merritt Lawson of the gang will have for you. Gothenburg upsets Kearney Catholic tonight 21-20. to They have played three one-point games this year, and they're 2-1 and one in them. And we talked with head coach uh, Craig Hakey about that. And uh, that's kind of a disaster mm. for Kearney Catholic, mm. despite how good their record is. They're going to go on the road for a first-round playoff game now. And Gothenburg is going to win the district title, and that will get them into the playoffs, it would appear, uh, going into the final week of the season. Uh, Kearney Catholic hasn't been upset in a while, and they are tonight. Wow. that I'll have to take a look at that game because, you know, I knew – Gothenburg had a pretty decent team. They were pretty pretty solid, but you know they hadn't been able to. Uh, you know they played two, three different quarterbacks throughout the year, and uh, uh, but they had some good athletes. They probably had two or three athletes that could maybe compare to uh, the Brett Kaisers and the Matt Maskers and Jake Gappas of the world. But uh, they must have played a heck of a ball game to upset them at uh, over there at Miles Field. And there was an upset in college football tonight. Number two Clemson loses to Syracuse, twenty-seven to uh, 24. Uh, let's go ahead and give you the rest of the scoreboard and then you can uh, switch over to Classic Hits 98-9. Grand Island beat Bellevue East 49-7 in B. Aurora falls to Northwest. They were up 28-7 and Northwest wins it 35-34. Wow. Hastings beats Lexington 29-0. McCook over Holdridge 35-6. York beats Seward 42-7. Elsewhere in the C1 games it was Lakeview beating Adams Central 26-20. Chase County over Minden 56 to to, uh, 13 in C2 tonight. Wood River blanks Sandy Creek 48 to nothing. St. Cecilia over Southern Valley 43 to 16. Sutton beat Fillmore Central 62 to nothing. Arcadia Loop City remains unbeaten, downing Central City 16 to 8. St. Paul 81. Twin River 17. Ouch. Shelby Raising City 27. Centura 6. And Donovan Trumbull looks like after dropping their first three games of the year, they're headed to the playoffs. They beat Gibbon. 28-14, to 14, and that should give them the uh, district title 
Uh, in D1, Elm Creek beat Alma 62-20. to South Loop, big win over Overton, 51-8. Kennesaw takes care of Superior, 69-14. Southwest over Bertrand, 38-22. Medicine Valley edges Cambridge, 34-30. In a shootout up in Blue Jay land, Amherst 78, Ravenna 42. And in the fourth quarter, Thayer Central leads McCool Junction, 44-26. And finally in D2, Bruni Davenport Shickley over Meridian 44-14, Blue Hill over Pleasanton 63-16, and uh, Wallace and Eustace Farnham Wallace 27 to 20 in the third quarter. Six man uh, today Harvard blanks Red Cloud 68 to nothing in Heartland Lutheran over Elba 53 to 46. Here Carney High 24, Omaha Creighton Prep 7. Monty, final thoughts as they get ready for Benson Thursday. Well, it wasn't the prettiest game in the world. A lot of mistakes made by both teams along the way, but a lot of perseverance by the Carney High team. Uh, a lot of patience, a lot of balance, all those words that you use when you're describing just a very, very good football team that uh, took care of business on their home field, won a district championship, put themselves in a position for a very high seed going into the playoffs, um, and, and that has to be exciting. You know, had a couple injuries, and we'll see how bad those those are and how that will affect uh, their playoff roster, but they have to be really excited with this team win. Uh, tonight. Don't forget more college and NFL action here on ESPN over the weekend. Oklahoma, Texas, and then Washington, Arizona State tomorrow night. The NFL triple header on Sunday begins with Green Bay and the Vikings at noon, the Steelers and Chiefs at 3.20, and then uh, Denver and the Giants on Sunday night football. On Classic Hits 98.9 Monday, the Twin Valley Conference Volleyball Championship. Tuesday, Kearney Catholic St. Paul. And then we've got State Cross Country next week as well. Congratulations to the Kearney boys qualifying for the State Cross Country Tournament. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Postgame Show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Be sure to like us on Facebook, Platte River Preps. We'll have a lot of photos up from tonight's game as well. For our producer engineer, Grace Clark and Monty Kratzenstein, I'm Doug Duda from Foster Field at UNK. Carney High, 24. Creighton Prep, 7. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.